The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. It is that kind of Monday. It is pay me Monday, and I don't mean the three of us. That's for sure. Welcome in, everybody. Happy Sports Take Monday. Jacob Show me the money. Yes. The Quan, uh, as Ron Tidwell once said. That is Bastard of Quan. <laughs> that is Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis. What's up, fellas? First off, how we doing? Everybody good before we get to the big news? Yeah. Oh, what's up, man? I'm hurt, man. I'm sore, but I'm uh, here, baby. You don't, know, sore. you don't know sore. Oh, I'll tell you don't know sore about sore. You want to bet? bet? <laughs> no. All right, let me hear your sore, and then we'll give you my sore. Well, all right, let, let, let what you give me your sore, and then we'll get into the big story. And Barry will right. share our story. Yes, okay. All right, so my wife decides as if I don't have enough to do, and it happens every spring, I have to mentally prepare for this. But Sunday was, I need you to plant all my new flowers and, and pots, and, and so she gets bigger pots every year, right. Couple of these pots you can bathe children in. You can multiple. You can put multiple children. And then I got to lift all these bags of uh, planting soils, fertilized mulch. Man, my lower back and shoulder feel like somebody kicked, like a mule kicked me, man. I so I'm hurting today, I'm boys. Hurting. I'm hurting. We'll get through it. We'll get through it together. Barrett will share our and I will share our story in a little bit. But yeah. the gigantic news, the cataclysmic Woo! news, the giant news, the big news uh, for the first time in Eagles history, a no trade clause has been thrown into it, but that's not even the biggest part of this thing. Jalen Hurts signs a five-year, $225 million deal, $179 million of which is guaranteed. $255. A buck ten of this thing is fully guaranteed at at the uh, signing. So it's uh, that is some serious bread. I'm sorry, what would you say, Baron? It's two fifty five. You said two twenty. No, two fifty five. Yeah, sorry, yeah, two fifty five. Yeah, yeah. two fifty five. I don't want to short it. Two fifty five, right? Yeah, yeah. it's two fifty five. Yeah. I don't want to short it many. Two fifty five, right? Yes. Can yes. you hear us? You. You all right, Bart? Yeah, you 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 try to take out. You try to take out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a technical issue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you, you short of thirty million dollars. <laughs> no, no. Gotcha. Can, you, can you hear us? Can you Bert, hear us? Can you hear us in real time? All right, Tone, why don't you take care of Barrett? Let's pull Barrett. I'm having technical. Let me look. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so Gunner, let's dig into this thing, okay? Because this is a massive, massive deal. So uh, $179.304 million in total guarantees, including $110 million fully guaranteed at signing and $126.5 million fully guaranteed by March March of 24. I mean, so in less than a year's time, 
Right. Think about this for a minute. And Barry, you got us now. You good? You all good? I think I'm good now. Okay. Okay. Now you can hear us. Okay. So w- within a yeah. year from that, less than a year, 11 months, in fact, from now, he will have 126.5 million fully guaranteed. Uh, and it, it, as I mentioned, it's the first no trade clause in Eagles history. Look, they didn't, they, they, they said they were going to pay him and the Eagles paid him. It's, it is unbelievable. That's a we, big, big contract. We've always known Howie Roseman has never been shy about identifying players that they want to stay with this team long term yeah. and paying them top dollar. You know, Howie has never been cheap about paying his players in any way, shape, or form. We knew this deal was coming. It was just a matter of length. I believe it was more so length than it was money, you know. Um, and so I'm not surprised the deal got done. I'm glad it got done before the draft so we can, you know, eventually we can put this behind us and just focus on the upcoming draft and so on and so forth. But how he, how he put him right in the middle of where he should be, one of the top three or four quarterbacks paid. Now, now that this is done, I can't wait to see what Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson are going to get <laughs> because they're, they're sitting there salivating right now. Hey, look, I woke up this morning just feeling good. Then I'm upright and breathing. Jalen Hurts woke up $255 million richer. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is it is pretty wild, man. And it's it's if you look at it, the the only person who's ever gotten more guaranteed money uh would be Deshaun, right? Deshaun Watson. Right. Uh, but it's uh it is a massive, massive commitment to a guy who had a monster year last year, right? A, a massive, massive commitment mm. to this guy. Woo! Barry, you want to jump in? We, we got I, you I love the yeah. I, I love the fact that, you know, it, it wasn't anything um, from either party, from Jalen Hurts or the Eagles organization, talking about contract negotiation going slow or where they were in the negotiations. In fact, we made more of a big deal about it than they did. You know, at, yeah. at no point did, you know, we think that the deal wasn't going to get done. We knew the deal was going to get done because, number one, we've dealt with Howard before. We know Howard, but we also know Jalen Hurts and and what he – you know, he's for the good of the team, but he also understands that you got a small amount of time to maximize your money-making potential. So is this a team-friendly deal? I don't know. I don't know how these numbers are going to going to project towards yearly um, payments or, or how they're going to, you know – go about paying other free agents. Cause I mean, even, you know, it's just a little thing, you know, all these rumors were Buda Baker and Buda Baker, this, you know, what do we want to bring him to the Eagles? You know, now they can finally think about those type of things. If they wanted to bring a guy like him in him coming in. And, and if they were to bring in a Buda Baker at the safety position, you'd be talking about the Eagles going back to another <laughs> Super Bowl. Um, you know, I think it would kind of, kind of put them in a position where they will be the leader in, in, in the NFC with the caliber player that he is coming on our defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I I like where the Eagles are at this point. Oh, to, to, to answer your question um, about, is this a friendly deal? According to Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero, Hertz will make 64 million through the first new year of the deal in 2024 giving the team more cap flexibility the next two seasons before his cap hits jump. So according to those two, yes, the next two seasons are cap friendly, which will allow them a lot of flexibility to keep bringing in the type of players they brought in last year, this year and next season as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, look how we doesn't do deals where he doesn't have some wiggle room. I, and I, I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is getting shorted here. Clearly he's not. But he doesn't do things. Look, you you represent the organization, right? You have to take care of the organization. You have to be able to make moves to make the team better, not just take care of Jalen Hurts. So I guarantee you the way that this is structured, no that, that, you know, Howie and the Eagles will have the ability to do some things. Absolutely. They they made the mistake once with with uh, Carson. They miscalculated. Yeah. Uh, in terms of not not so much the money, but in terms of the character behind the person, as we would find out going down the road. In this case, from everybody I've talked to in the organization, they've done their homework on this guy. They understand he comes from a solid family. Look at the way he presents himself daily, win, lose, or draw in front of the cameras. You don't have to worry about him stepping outside of character and doing something that the organization has to scramble for and put out memos based on the fact that he's doing something he should be doing. Mm -hmm. He is exactly what Jeffrey Lurie wants his organization to stand for in the community and throughout the NFL in terms of being an upright, upholding citizen, as well as an exceptional athlete. So when you look at the people involved, especially Dom, Dom does his homework on players better than anybody in the league. They have done everything they have to do in terms of crossing the T's and dotting the I's before they arrived at this decision. They knew way before this past season was over that this was coming. This contract was coming because they were, get, they were sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that investing in this young man long-term is for the betterment of this organization. That organization is elated right now. It's a lot of money to us, but it's the market value today for a quarterback in the NFL. It's also some affirmation yep. of, of you know, taking a guy in the second round when they took a lot of heat for it and what he's turned out to be. You know, I think there is a, there is a piece of that too. But, yeah, I mean, this is – the thing with Carson was – it was injuries and it was, it was here and you know, some, you can't account for injuries, but you can't account for a guy's drive, his ability to overcome Jalen has been doing this his whole life. So there's going to be ups and downs, but he can handle the ups and downs. Carson couldn't handle well, the ups and downs. You're absolutely right. And, and the biggest thing, um, when you look at Jalen hurts, he can not only, he's not only the face of the franchise, the Philadelphia Eagles, it's not just what he brings that that spirit he brings to the Eagles organization. You know, I'm not talking about, you know, I'm not talking about how he can, you know, calm guys down, even though things are, you know, all hell is breaking loose around him. It's not like, you know, the, the head coach can look at him and calm everything down too. If he gets over, you know, he then you never ever see him sweat. He's not going to embarrass the organization, but he can also be the face of the NFL. And that's the biggest thing. Just like right now, um, you, you look at it, Patrick Mahomes is what you would call the face of the NFL. Jalen Hurts can take that same leap into being the face of the NFL, and he's only going to get better as a player. He only scratched the surface of what he could be in this offense. He's going to refine the offense even more. He's going to open up the offense even more as he progresses in you know, going in and doing his due diligence of a hardworking guy and learning the offense, especially this, you know, this DJ offense, you know, as they go forward, man. So I mean, I can't wait, man. You know, DJ's got a lot, got a, a lot going in store. That was a coordinator. So I mean, this, this is, this is big to me because he's not just, just for the Philadelphia Eagles. 
but he's for the also the entire NFL. He could be the face of the entire NFL, man. Yeah, look, and it's hard to find these guys. You know, we know yeah, it. Definitely. Uh, we, we've seen this. You, you've lived it. It's why we're talking about the first four picks in the draft may all be quarterbacks. Everybody wants what the Eagles have right now, and this is the cost of doing business. They had a luxury last year where he wasn't being paid much, and, and to Howie's credit, he tried to do everything he could. It, it, they came yep. up slightly short. But you're still it's still a darn good team. And I don't see the Eagles going into this thing where they can't they have no flexibility or no maneuverability. I guarantee you the way that this is set up, they'll still be able to do some things. So I look, it, it, this was an inevitability. And and you know, we talked about is the draft a, a, a sort of in the in the sand, a line in the sand deadline. They got it done what? What are we, 10 days now? 10 days before the draft comes down. Yep. Yep. They got it over with. So you, you can put that aside and worry about everything else about getting your team better. And you you know that this guy's going to be first in and last out. You know, as Derek said, he's never going to misrepresent the organization in a bad way. You don't have to worry about that that miscellaneous nonsense. You know, right. it, it's just about getting better as a football player. That's all. Well, we know that, you know, that that's that's that goes without saying. Like he's he's one of the hardest working people I've ever seen. I mean, I, I, he's the only person I know that doesn't take really. He, he he takes vacation. He has time for himself, but he's a gym rat, man. When do you find a gym rat that plays to the level that he plays at? You know, usually you lose that when you when you get to a certain point. He hasn't lost. In fact, he's gotten worse. Uh-huh. You know, when you look for Jalen Hurts, more than likely he's probably he's probably at the at Nova Care Center right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's he, probably he's, there right now. Yeah, he, he's not he's not out buying a car right now. I guarantee you he's working on his game right now. Absolutely, absolutely. So when you look at those type of deals, you know it's, it's 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 great. It's great having the knowledge that you know we have a guy that's gonna not be someone that you know is gonna embarrass the organization. He is nothing but the consummate pro, man. And I love that you know he he's he's uh you know he he's getting rewarded for you know all the hard work. You know, not just in the NFL, not the last three years, but I'm talking about even in college. You know, what I'm saying Oklahoma. Uh, uh, you know, going back to, to Alabama, even the high school, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He he knew that he had to work for it, and he worked for it, and, he, and um, he's blessed to be a commissioner right now. But it's definitely a blessing for him. So qu- a couple of questions for you guys. Although, we, you know, when he finally took over as the starter that first year, they got to the playoffs for sure. But he was taking over, you know, a team that the year before under Doug, things went south, and it was your first-year coach, and, you know, a lot, a lot to deal with. First-year coordinator in Steichen which he had been become accustomed to having different coordinators every single year dating back to high school. That, that second year as a full-time time starter, he took a massive leap. Are you a little nervous that we haven't seen enough to make this kind of commitment? Are you a little bit nervous about that? No, no, absolutely not. I think we've seen enough and the playbook is going to evolve even more so. You know, when he took over, it was a very limited playbook because they were getting to know him. He was still getting to know them. They'd go back and forth and say, okay, what do you like in the offense? What don't you like in the offense? And let's face the first year he took over was a patchwork team for the most part. They didn't have the complement of players to make him the player that he emerged to be in 2022. They had the full offseason of 22 to work with him. He put in the work on his own. Then he expanded the playbook. The playbook evolved. They made made variations to the playbook to play to his strength as well. Everything fell into place. When you get an A.J. Brown to go along with a Devontae Smith and you have one of the best tight ends in the game, arguably the best offensive line in the game and a trio of running backs that they had – 
they were ahead of the curve in terms of surrounding him with the talent they needed when they decided this offense was going to take off in 2022. And he did nothing to disappoint in that regard. We've already heard Sirianni say there's even more evolution coming to the offense when he talked about that uh, scrum play. He said, we got variations on that play you haven't seen yet. So if that is the how much of a playbook, every NFL coach – especially with a young quarterback, doesn't show you the entire playbook the first one or two years that they're under center. That playbook continues to evolve. Most of those playbooks are like the old yellow pages we used to get in the mail every year, you know, before they did with with the yellow pages. Some of these coaches in their playbooks are ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. It's ridiculous. And I'm sure Barrett can tell you, if you stay with the team long enough, every year – there's something new added, new twist and turn added to that playbook. I can't wait to see what year three brings for this young man. Well, yeah, look at look at the weapons that he has, you know, right now. He's got 2,000-yard receivers. He's got a, a, a tight end that's going to break loose. He himself is starting to progress, you know, in the offense and, and how they're approaching it. He now has, um, you know, uh, B.J. being, you know, B.J. is going to be a great, you know, right, addition Johnson. to, yeah. you know, a great addition to, to um, what they want to do as far as having a quarterback that that can you know have all three phases. And when I say three phases, passing, um, running, and decision making to run both of them at the same time. You know, you usually don't get that either. You're a passer or you're a runner, but he can do all three phases. So that's why he's got three phases to his game that he can beat you with because this decision making alone on running read options and running RPOs really puts predicaments um, on, on, on defenses, you know, that they can't really adjust to it because, all right, even when you know you're right, he makes you wrong by his ability to read and evaluate what's going on and what the defense is trying to do to him. And that's what makes him – that's why they're, they're paying him, not just because his arm, not just because his legs, but how he commands the offense, how he commands that locker room, how he commands the respect of the defensive coordinators in the NFL on how they're going to try to contain him. You know, usually you try to you're going to take you're going to say, all right, I'm, I'm you're going to have to beat us with your legs, or you're going to have to beat us with your arm. He can do both well. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the biggest difference between him and Lamar. Lamar is not a refined passer as as Jalen Hurts is. You know what I'm saying? Not to say he can't, but he's not as refined as Jalen Hurts is as a pack. He can go out there and beat you for 300 yards in the air, but he can also go out there and beat you for 100 yards on the ground. And every phase of of, of a game, he's tied into. Like when you want to run four-minute offense, four-minute offense is when you run where at the end of the games, you're trying to run the clock out. He's integral in that. Usually you just hand the ball off to the running back, he runs. But he still makes you think, all right, is he going to hand it off? Is he going to throw it? Or if it's third down, third and 10, him getting it to the wide over receiver, evaluating the defense, breaking down the defense, knowing where the ball is supposed to go, and his decision-making in that way. See, he's totally involved in every facet of the game when it comes to how a quarterback can engineer an offense to beat a defense, man. And that, you don't get that a lot of the times. Yeah. You don't get it from a lot yeah, of quarterbacks. Well said. I, I think the other part that's fascinating, this is five years, so he's not even 30. When this Bro, thing ends, what's 24, 25 right now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's right at that 30 range, which I, I you can look at it two ways. If you're him, you could get another massive contract. I don't again, know if things keep going well. And if you're the Eagles, worst case scenario, if this thing doesn't go as you thought it was going to go. Okay. I mean, 
you're not tied to this forever. Uh, you know, Mahomes got 10 years. I know a lot of the back end of that is not guaranteed. So it's, it's kind of funny money a little bit with the way NFL contracts work, but this is, I, I actually don't mind this. You're, you're not wed to each other forever. It's, it's, it's a five-year thing. You're showing a big commitment to him with the no trade, clearly all the guaranteed money and whatnot, but you know, let's discuss that no trade clause. Yeah. The first time the Eagles have given a no trade clause, that just goes to show you the amount of respect that Jalen hurts and what his, um, and, and what his, his, uh, his, his, his agent um, put into the contract. That means he has control of that. Howie doesn't like to give that type of control out, man. He's not just going to give that type of control out. But the mere fact that they trust him enough to do that, that just goes to show um, the amount of respect that he has for Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A no trade clause, that's unheard of for the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like I said earlier, because they've done their homework on him in terms of what they want in terms of the face of their franchise, you know, he is the top of the top. When you think about how many contracts they've go, negotiated, how many high, high price, high name athletes they've brought through this organization. The fact that this is the first time they've ever given a young man 24 years of age. Think about it. 24. You know, you're still out there in a lot of ways. Most 24s are out there. They're hanging out. They're doing things. How many times we talk about on this very show about things players are doing that they shouldn't be doing, whether it's in bars, whether it's getting in certain type of situations you don't want your, your players to be in you're never gonna hear you haven't heard that about Jalen up to this point those that that's worth that's worth x amount of millions in itself you know when you think about it no question you, you sit across from this young man every day in the Novacare complex Howie Roseman likes to get to know his players Howie's had endless conversations with him as a person as well as an athlete mm-hmm. The coaching staff has to be in unison in terms of, okay, if we do this, is this the right move? Absolutely. You know, when you look at what he's done, his body of work, both as a person and and and, and as a player, and, and you make this kind of commitment to him at 24 years of age, that means everybody in that building is satisfied that he's exactly what we have. What we have in him right now is what we didn't have before him. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're not giving 179.304 in guarantees, including 110 million fully guaranteed at signing. If you don't believe in this guy. And I I think he gives you the best of both worlds. You don't have to worry about the immature. He's, he's very unlike, I'll speak for myself. I, I, 24, I was, I I was incredibly immature. He's absolutely, he's, he's light years ahead of his age. And that has to factor into all of this. If you're the Eagles, ultimately you gotta be able to play. But you also have to understand what kind of character this guy has, and to be able to 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 back him like this. Look, I think both sides. You never heard a peep out of Jalen or his agent. Nope. Right? You never heard any of that crap. The Eagles told you we're up front from the jump. Yeah, we want to get him signed. We'll get him signed. Howie, like you said, Barrett, Harry, Howie, and Jeffrey never said anything other than that. We'll get this done. Don't worry about it. You know, the the only speculation came from the outside. Both we would only want to speculate anything. Yeah, both of these parties knew from Jump Street. It, it'll get done. Like, don't worry. Everything will be taken care of. And boom, here we are. So now, we'll, say, we'll say this later, whether it's later this year or next year, the real numbers will come out. The $255 million looks good on paper. That's for the agent stuff. I want to know what the actual contract is because I got a text saying, you know, don't believe all the numbers you're seeing. Right. 
Now, obviously, there's a big chunk of that money that is guaranteed. I'm not going to say the 179 is not guaranteed, mm-hmm. but the total value of the contract, 255 million, may be somewhat of an illusion in terms of what the actual value is. But all contracts are in the NFL, right? You know, that's no big. But it, it's 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 great talking points for us. When you yeah, look that's at the, all it is. Talking points for us. It's great talking points for what we yeah. do and, and everybody else's platform. But when you look at according to Spot Track, he is right now in terms of guaranteed money. Uh, what number three in the pecking order? I believe it is. Yeah. From what I saw from Spot Track earlier, uh, a, a short while ago, um, and you know, Spot Track is pretty dead on when it comes to this stuff. So, according to uh, Spot Track here, in terms of uh, most practical guarantees in NFL history, Deshaun Watson, number one, two hundred thirty million. Uh, Kyler Murray, 189.5. Jalen Hurts, 179.3. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, 161. Aaron Rodgers, 150.8. So those are the top five. Right. And, and and we know how this works, right? So this is Jalen got his. And good for him that, that he and his agent that didn't say, hey, we got to wait for Lamar. We got to wait for Joe Burrow. We got to wait for whatever. They just got it done. So – we know when Burrow signs, likely it's going to be more than this. Who cares? Whatever. Who cares? I, I mean, yeah. that's just the way it goes. We all know well, that's, that. That's why how he did it before. Yeah. He did it before because he know he wants to get Jalen Hurts right around or under fair market value. That's the way he works. That's what I mean. That's why he's getting paid the big buck. That's why the owner trusts him. You know, Lur is not a fool. The Eagles organization aren't fools. They understand they're here to make money. They also don't want to overpay a guy. But they also knew they had to reward a guy also for being mm-hmm. who he is and what he means to this organization. Yeah. So it's not necessarily all the time about you know, all right, you know, uh, um, look how much he got. He should have got that. No, they're they're getting him under fair market value because this contract probably the next two years will be he'll be getting way underpaid. You know, within the next two years, the way the cap is going up, the way players are getting played, quarterbacks are getting paid, he'll be well below fair market value two years from now. Yeah, even, and the cap's just going to go year. up. The cap yeah, is just so, going to go. We know that. Um, so he's just not. It's, it's not going to be as though you know, when he signed it right here and now. This is a great contract. A great contract. Yeah. He, he, three to four, four years of this contract. And that's why I said last week, a young quarterback at twenty four doesn't want to sign a ten year deal. Why would you? Right. The back right. end of that contract is obsolete. That man will be 28, 20. They, he may go back to the table again in, in less than four years. Think about that. Absolutely. When that's that new TV that. money kicks in. You know, absolutely. We 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 keep talking about this new TV. This new TV money is going to reset the entire market yeah, for paying. You know, quarterbacks will be at the top of the list still, but defensive ends get paid, D tackles get paid, your blindside tackles in football get paid. The numbers are going to be astronomical in terms of what these players. If if Javon Hargrave is worth eighty four million now, playing the way he plays, or an Aaron Donald's worth when he's now, can you imagine? Who the next Aaron Donald, Javon Hargrave is getting paid in about three to four years? Oh, guys, guys, what if, what if Jalen Hurts gets us back to a Super Bowl and wins a Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Come on, man! If he gets us back to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl, imagine he'll be well underpaid. Mm-hmm. Even if it happens next year, he'll be well mm-hmm. underpaid if he makes that happen. You know what I'm saying? So it's all these what ifs about. Yes, you're right, but as far as numbers, you look at the numbers he's getting. Yes, is the the what's the, this supposed to be the richest contract uh, of of right. any NFL football player? Right. Sound good to me, man. You know, what I'm saying it's right, it's right around what 50, 51 million dollars a year. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Can you believe that we're talking about quarterback? This isn't baseball. I know. You and know, this kind of guaranteed money it was unheard of. Right. 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 <laughs> Absolutely unheard of. Yeah. This isn't but, baseball. This but is this football. is, you know, we said it's going to be 50-ish. That's yep. what we said. You might get him a little bit under, might get a little over, depending on signing bonuses and all that kind of stuff. It, it's right around the number that we've been speculating since the Super Bowl ended, really, even during Absolutely. the regular season. It's right Absolutely. at that number. Absolutely. That's, that's what elite quarterbacks get now. And that's where he is. He's in that he's in every category. I'm not saying he's Mahomes. Nobody's Mahomes. But he's in the he's in the conversation with all the rest of those guys after Mahomes. Be, to be honest with you, Mahomes is underpaid right now. Yeah, that's no question. I was about to say that. Because yeah. You hit it right on the head. Yes. He is grossly underpaid. Yes. He just he just won a Super Bowl, man. He's got two Super Bowls. He's won two in the last three years. Right. So, you know, he's he's grossly underpaid for what he brings yeah. to the table. You know what I'm saying? And then when people say, all right, well, you know, he's not Mahomes. There's only one Mahomes. Exactly. But also Mahomes is not Jalen Hurts. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's, 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 it's all on what your flavor is. I would love a, a, a Patrick Mahomes, but I would also love a Jalen Hurts. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I mean, I, 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 I see people, you know, talk about the differences and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I was, I was just, for instance, I'm looking at the stream. And uh, you know, Niners all day. He's always he's he's always saying something, man. But he's saying that you know you won't you don't qualify to be on the Madden uh, game unless you have twenty five touchdowns, uh, throwing touchdowns. Whatever. <laughs> right. It has nothing to do with Whatever. the price. Wait, wait, who China. said that? Uh, Niners the, the, the all day. Dude, same dude that's squawking every day, man. Yeah. Uh, it, it's you well, gotta love it though, man. I, I, I love his because he's always here front and center, man. Right. Sure. He's always here front and center. Again, that that's the cherry picking nonsense troll way of going about things where you don't recognize the rushing touchdowns. Well, I don't well, care well, how you, you got, score them. Yep. If you run them or throw them, it's how many have you scored last time I checked? Is there an asterisk next to running touchdowns if the quarterback sneaks it nope. in? Nope. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's all. Also, also, we have a starting quarterback. Yes, yep. <laughs> we have a starting quarterback. Yep. yep. Oh, you know, you don't love the Trey Lance, Brock Purdy elbow surgery. <laughs> yeah. It's Sam yeah. Darnold scenario. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. right hey, right, Lamar. Right. Hey, Lamar Jackson won a league MVP for his running ability as much as his arm yeah. ability. Thirty-five touchdowns. I'll take that for my quarterback. I'll I don't care that. how you get it. I don't care how he does it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't yeah. care if he's also kicking extra points. Same. He be putting points on the board. Just score. And, he do, and here's a, he doesn't turn the ball over. He takes care of the football. He does. Okay. More so than he turns it over. Yep. Okay. He had the fluke in the Super Bowl. Dropped the ball. Okay. That's not. It happens. Yeah. It's human. It's human nature. These things happen. But for the most part, you look at his his success ratio compared to his his flawed ratio. One of the best in the games in terms of you know Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herberts, Josh Allen. They'll throw double digit interceptions. Bro. How many interceptions did, did Jalen throw last season? Jalen threw six, seven, seven, six, six interceptions. Okay, seven, six interceptions. Okay. Well, guys, look at this, though. I'm sitting back thinking, I mean, this this totally changes how I even look at the draft, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I almost want offense now because my quarterback just got paid. We need – we to me, we, we let's get him some more weapons. Let's get him some more toys, man. I know it's not going to happen. I'm not. So you're, you're now. You've now converted to Bijan. Is that what you're trying to tell no, us? No, I'm not saying Bijan. I'm not <laughs> saying Bijan. I'm not saying Bijan. But I'm saying trade back, and maybe getting uh, maybe getting a, a, a 
tackle or oh, maybe Skarodsky, gonna... maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, we will talk about the tackles later. We will. I know. Yeah, we're, we're, it's going to be a lot of Jalen today, but we will talk about the tackles later for sure. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what if, what if I've been hearing some things that, all right, maybe the natural right guard position isn't filled just yet. You know what I'm saying? It may not be filled. And I got, I need, I need D Gun to do a little research for me if you could. What's that, man? What's that, man? Is the right guard position really as solidified as we say they are? It's there. Jer- you mean Jurgens sliding in? Well, that's why I just said right guards. Is it Jurgens right now? Is no, it, that's what I mean. It? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, who, who, who is it really? So D Gun has he, he has even he has even deeper. He's going deeper to work. Claws down in there than even I do. You know, I don't know anybody. Right, right. I, I so, know, no, I know nothing. <laughs> I talk to players. You know what I'm saying? That's all I talk to is players. But he talks to other people that behind closed doors, you know what I'm saying? Where I know, know nothing. I can't, I can't begin I can't get behind these doors he gets behind. Well, according to a lot of people, they don't believe I know anybody. So I, I don't know anybody. <laughs> we know better know than that. We <laughs> know better than that. Don't don't even try it. No, don't even try it. But no, look, this was uh it the fact that it's done now. You're not. You're going to avoid any kind of Lamar Jackson distraction, which has been a disaster in my opinion for Baltimore. You've avoided any of that stuff. Let all those other teams worry about this now. Let the Chargers worry about Herbert. Let the Bengals worry about Burrow. Let let Baltimore continue to whatever the heck that plan is there. Eagles are on now. It's on to the draft fully. Like all right, Jalen's taken care of. You got your quarterback now for the next five years. That's locked in and no issues. And guess what? The asking price is about what it is now, $50 million. You get all the guaranteed stuff. I guarantee you, you know, there's money up front where the Eagles aren't going to just be blasted. But you are going to have to be more creative. You know, last year was a luxury in terms of the cap. Howie's going to have to get more creative. But you know what? If there's one GM slash whatever you want to call Howie in the league that I trust to be able to figure it out from a money standpoint, it's him. He's as good as anybody. He and Jake Rosenberg, who, who's, uh, you know, the, sort of his right-hand man with, with cap issues. Those guys are better, as good or better than anybody else maybe in the history of doing it. And they learned at the foot of Joe Banner. They know how to maneuver a cap. And I have no question they will be. You just got to get more creative and figure it out. You better hit on your draft picks because they're the cheapness. That, that's how you sustain this. When you have a quarterback that makes this much, last year's draft better be right. This year's draft better be right because they're not Ooh. costing you all that money. Look at look, MCAS. Mm, Buddha Baker for pick 30. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a bad idea. I, I'm not I'm not giving 30 up for Buddha Baker. I, what? I, in a, in a really minute. Up in a minute. Nope. Nope. I, you know what? <laughs> hey, that's nope. a new see that's the New England Patriots move right there. Yep, yeah, it is. They will give up if they they will give up that last late pick in the first round to get a, a, a player who's proven. That's why that machine was so successful for 15 years. It wasn't about the Patriots' draft picks for the most part. It was about how they would use the draft picks to get what they needed to fill holes on that team. I like that. I like that move for Baker. You put him back there. What? That's a lot. We miss a, a lot. The thirtieth pick for a safety. How many safeties coming out of college do you give up? Up that. How many safeties do you know coming out of college will turn out to be decent pros? He's That's good. It, he doesn't cover well enough for me. He was he a get, pick when he came out. Look, let me tell you something. You you give me Buda Baker, I'll give you that thirty in a minute. All right, I'm not I'm not doing thirty for him. I'm, I can get him for less, I think. What do, what good is a thirty if you take it and drop down in in the draft to get middle round picks anyway? 
I, I'm really just telling you, I wouldn't it. give up my 30. I would use my 30 as a bargaining chip to get up. Man, get more picks. That's no, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Jalen Carter or or Will Anderson. Oh, that's aggressive. That's really aggressive there, bro. Yeah. That's being really aggressive. Getting it that you would have to that would have to be it, man. You would have to trade your first uh and and your 30th to get up get down that low. You would yeah. do that. Yeah. Even with us only having yes. well, even with us not having a fourth, fifth, or sixth round pick this year. Yeah. I would, I would, I would. I mean, we need to discuss this, man, because this is serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Ooh. that's that's a lot of draft capital right there. I know it is. I know, I know. And look, uh, I would be taking a bit of a hit this year. You're would I part of what I would do, guys, is I would try to move some capital for next year because they're going to have tons of picks. Right, like twelve picks. Right. Yeah, now. a crazy amount of picks. So I would try to figure something out. I don't know. I mean, look, I, I would try to make some other deals where I would I would fill in the middle of the donut a little bit, but. I'm going to be super aggressive, man. And I like Buda Baker. Don't get me wrong. I actually saw an interesting tweet from uh, Mark McMillan. Mark McMillan doesn't, isn't a big fan. I was surprised. Is it a big fan of who? Buda Baker? Yeah. What does he say? I need to see it. He doesn't like his coverage skills at all. Uh, All I know is that dude makes plays. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not what he is. He's a playmaker and not a coverage guy. You move him all over the field. He's yeah, a chess piece. Yeah. He's not. He's not a knight. He's not a pawn. He can move all over the field. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's not a rook. You play him in a lot of different positions. All he does is make plays. That's all he does. Yeah. And that's what you want. That's what you had to see. C.J. Gardner Johnson once he figured out the position. You had somebody who makes plays. That's what you want. You look. You put him back there with the dude they got from Pittsburgh and the two corners you have now. Mm-hmm. That's as complete a sec- secondary as you will have in the National Football League. Well, it feels like, look, if he ends up getting, whatever ends up happening, it, fe- it feels like it could potentially be a Howie move because these kind of things happen later and he's not afraid to wait it out. And there always seems to be something. You know, somebody gets cut like Bradbury did last year. Somebody's unhappy. You make a trade. None of it would surprise me. Let me put it to you that way. Nothing. Right, right. Nothing. Because this is what he does. He, he, loves, he lives for this stuff. He lives for this stuff. So Ooh, I think he Barrett, to answer your question. Yeah. The right guard may not be on the roster at this time. Ooh, okay. That's what I'm that means they're taking Skaronsky, brother. Freaking D gun knows. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's why, you know. Uh that's yeah. See what? See this we got to discuss this. What's the um what was that various question, brothers? Oh. If he was coming out this year, he would still be he would still be a top a top thirty pick. He'd still be a first round pick, I think. Okay, call that Kobe Dean for yeah for people who are wondering. Yeah, um, top thirty, you think? Top? What'd you say? Top? I think top, top thirty. Yeah, I still think that he would be a top draft pick. You know, mm-hmm. he'll be a number one draft pick in this draft. Wouldn't you guys say? I think he's. You know, I think that we got a deal of all deals on this. Uh, on 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 Dean, it, depending how worried teams really were about his medicals, how real that was. Right, I got to right, right. see him play a full schedule. As much as I love this game in college, I haven't seen this game at this level yet. I you did. Know. I saw some glimpses, man. Yeah, and, one and game. That, I would have one yeah. game. That one game. <laughs> and who were they? Who were they playing that one game? They, nobody was passing the ball. They were just handing it off to the who, big fella. Yeah. Who were they, who were they the playing? Titans. Yeah, they're playing the Titans. Okay. Right. I got to see him play a full season before I go. I love this game in Georgia. I think he has the ability to make that transition to be an exceptional pro player, but I got to see it. 
Coach Thomas just sent me a uh, <laughs> he sent me a text man with this picture man with uh, uh this 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 uh woman walking by and uh he's got this other guy's got his girlfriend that's with the Ravens and then he has Jalen Hurts uh when the girl walking by and got Lamar Jackson turn around looking at her I'm thinking about so you're right think of the ramification right now that the Ravens are having because of this contract yeah. that Jalen is signing. Can you? It's, it's totally mixed up, drawn yeah. out, and everything now with this contract. You know, what I'm saying? No, this, no question. Yeah. I, if I'm a Ravens fan, I'm like, why can't, again, I'm speaking from a Ravens perspective. They're saying, why can't we? Why isn't this done? What are we doing? How did Philadelphia get it done before the draft when this dude was entering the last year of his deal? Right. Right, right. now, the, right now the Ravens saying, oh, dang. Right. <laughs> and, and you know what Lamar is saying? Lamar's sitting there saying, oh, he got how much? All right. So we want this much more. And, hey, and, hey, coach, that's a, that was a good that was a good text you just sent me. Yeah, I no like hey, 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 hey uh, Tom. You got to throw up that video I sent you. John Dickerson at his finest again. I saw oh, what he yeah. did on Twitter. Rob Rob Ellis, after he heard about the Jalen Hurst contract. <laughs> Tony, if you can put that video up, please put that video up right now. Please. This will make my day because I saw this. I'm dying laughing. I said, only this dude. He's quick, man, coming up with this stuff, man. So I got to give as much as it, as much as it pains me to do so. I gotta, I gotta give John Dickerson his props for this yeah, one in particular. I, I'm, I'm thinking. Oh, like, I sent it to you in a text. I said, you know, hey, you know what? Hey, guys, I'm gonna tell you the truth. You know, I, I've been reading it. You know, also reading. I mean, this, this when we're talking about getting a guy like Carter, we're talking about getting a guy like Anderson. A number ten and number thirty picks may still not be enough to get down to four and five. Yeah. And in order to get those two, you gotta be at four and five because Detroit's gonna pick up one guy. Seahawks is going to get the other guy. Yep. Or or, or the Cardinals. Yeah. So th- those three picks right now, and I was at the third, fourth, and sixth pick, they're going to pick up those two guys. So I don't even know if number 10 pick and number 30 pick is enough. You're very likely right. The only way it doesn't happen is if there's trades for, for quarterback hungry teams to get up a little bit and grab right. like Levis or. You know it right. is. You know So that, that could. Jumble things up a little bit. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. All right, we we I think we have it, Gunner. Here we, we go. This is making my day. Here we my, go. My embarrassing. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I, I this is so bad. <laughs> You're welcome, America. You're welcome. Hold on, man. Come on, man. Let that play again, man. Oh, my God. You know what's the best my favorite part? The dog bowl and the dog dish are in the shot. I didn't even move the dog dog bowl and dog dish. Hold on. I can just see your daughter right now. Oh, she's a, she is she is so embarrassed. She was, she was taking a video. Right here. Like, oh, you missed She's like, you're not allowed to post that. I said, yes, I am. Wait, well, watch this. Rob almost slips right here. Watch this. Watch this. Did I almost, almost go down? What? Yeah, I did. I did. See, here, here's a PSA to people. When you're doing the gritty on hardwood floors, put sneaks on, kids. All right? Or your dancing shoes. All right. You're welcome on this Monday. I got to imagine Jalen and Nicole Lynn were doing a little gritty after this this money came in. That's for sure. Hey, Tone, you just got to sneak that in throughout the show today. Yeah, every once in a while. Yes. Just pop it up every now. Oh, hey, John Dickinson, man. You're a pain in the butt, bro, but you're funny, man. I love I got, White funny, chocolate. Dude. Yes, thank you, Ken. Said, I appreciate uh, it. He's That's under, me. what is it, at, at 
Paul Arch 65, and it says, Real D Gun Barry Brooks. Here's Rob Ellis after hearing the Hurts deal and remembering the Phillies win yesterday. Man, yeah, here's the best. My money. That was the gritty. What? Yes, I think it kind of. Was. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my God, oh. I'm getting killed here. Yes, you're drunk. <laughs> I actually was sober. I wish I was drunk. I'd have an excuse. Meanwhile, right. his daughter's going into hiding. Yes, she's. That's uh, why so she's going away to college. Oh, All right. All right, let's get it. Let's get a quickie and we'll keep, let's keep going with Hertz. Uh, we'll keep going with oh, Hertz. We'll, we'll explore this uh, ten and thirty and move up a little bit more uh, when, when we come back. Obviously, the yeah. Bijan stuff is is very hot uh, as well. So we'll we'll dig into all that. So don't go anywhere. Drake <laughs> Jason Bennett, that was the drunkie. That wasn't the greedy. That was the drunkie. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Here, I'm like, get killed here. What was Ooh. that? What are we doing here? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Look, she just said, no, let's keep going with the dancing. <laughs> look, look, look. Thank Rito. Look, the Ellie. That's called the Ellie. <laughs> I have as much room as, as a Ellie. broken dishwasher. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hey, awesome. Hey, Forrest Hill said, that should be the new show intro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Look, bro, we love says, you, man. We love you, bro. Yeah, Quadir you, bro. Malik says white chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my oh, god. Now, uh, that's the way you start off a week, Jack. All right, let's keep it rolling. Let's not go anywhere. We'll get a quickie in and we'll keep talking about the Jalen Hurts thing oh, and the Eagles man. and what you do here. Yes, oh, I am under attack, Captain Tony. Yes. All right, let's get a quickie in. We'll come back. Derek Barrett, Rob. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Ooh. Network. All right, let's talk about Bravo Pizza of Havertown. It's about that time, right? You got the little hunger pains. I hear you. Bravo Pizza of Havertown has joined the family, and we are thrilled. They've been family-owned since 1985. I've been going there since I was a little kid. You got Alex and the crew. I popped in Friday, got a pizza. We're talking sports. It was absolutely awesome. They're there seven days a week. The food is always Fresh, always freshly made, and they offer 20 different styles of pizza. They have slices to go. The other thing is you call up and you have a request for a certain style of pizza. It's called the you name it, they'll make it. That's right. They specialize pizza your way, and they don't just do pizza. It's fresh pasta. It's sandwiches. It's wraps. It's wings. It's salads. Anything that you could want, they are there for you. Bravo Pizza is fully committed to the community. They have fundraisers for charities, schools, little leagues, where the proceeds go to those organizations. You can follow them on Instagram and Facebook for daily specials and promotions at the Bravo Pizza of Havertown. The address, 1305 Westchester Pike, Manoa Shopping Center in Havertown, Pennsylvania. That's 1305 Westchester Pike, Manoa Shopping Center, Havertown. Here's the number to give them a call, 610 446 3810-610-446-3810. Bravo Pizza of Havertown. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. 
That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Heading down the shore. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Back. Yes, we are. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Do us a favor, smash that like button. We would appreciate that. So if you're just tuning in, the big story of the day, uh, Jalen Hurts signs a uh, a monster, monster contract. Five years, $255 million, which runs through the 2028 season. Uh, a lot of implications here, 179 of which is guaranteed. There's a no-trade clause, uh, 110 fully guaranteed at signing. $126.5 million guaranteed by March of 2024. Uh, $64 million will be what he will make in the 2024 season. Uh, he got he got broken off in a big way. He got paid in a big way. And the organization, uh, you know, which the Eagles talk the talk and they walk the walk. They said they would get this done. They got it done. And we sit here now and Jalen Hurts is being paid like an upper echelon elite uh, rarefied air top five quarterback as he should, which is the performance that he yeah gave them last year for sure. That's a lot of white cows. You're right, bro. I mean, that's <laughs> think, hey, Jason Bennett, think about how many you know times you can go in there and and, and, and play uh, and play blackjack in uh, in the casinos, bro. That's a lot of blackjack table right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. he's a he's a Vegas man, you know, it, it can go down now, it can yep. go down. Yeah. But you know what? How much? How about that, man? How about how about this notion? We don't have to worry about 
Jalen Hurts doing something stupid now that he's got the money. Oh, yeah, that, that's not even 100%. But, see, but, but, but how many guys have gotten the money and went out and did something stupid? No doubt. Exactly. It's not only Barrett going out and doing something stupid, like, you know, breaking the law, whatever. Or it's getting lazy, not putting the work in, going through right. emotions. I got mine. I'm good now. Like, has there ever been a guy you had more confidence in wasn't going to be that person? How much How much is that, you know, just like give you like a <sighs> – Yeah. That exactly. your franchise guy is not a nut. Yes. He's yes. not a total idiot. And and he's not a guy who who splits up a, a, a locker room. Like, that's the other stuff you had to deal – not to get into a whole Wentz thing because it's a waste of time. But, like, that was part of the issue there too. Like, with Jalen, you don't have to worry about – there, there is a unity there. Like, the second this came out, I saw I saw Lane Johnson. I saw Mylotta. A bunch of his other teammates, like, way to go, man. You're paying for dinner, whatever. But, like, guys acknowledging this and happy for him. You know, you don't always get that with certain guys who get paid like that. Another thing, like, you know, uh, Kevin Savard. Same thing happened when he called, when they when they signed a contract. They weren't worried about the money Colin Murray was getting. They were worried about the fact that they had to put in clauses to make sure he worked out. Come on, man. Right. There's none of that nonsense. <laughs> Come on, this man. Guy. I mean, to me, you're putting that clause in. You've already made a mistake. You shouldn't even be negotiating a contract if you have to put that clause in, frankly, with anybody, you know, for that matter. Yep. So, you know, that that's that's the big news. Now, we're 10 days out from the draft. They sit there at 10 and they sit there at 30. We know that much. Um, let's just go through this one more time because there's been a lot of Bijan talk and it continues mm-hmm. to gain steam. He would be there at 10. He would. Um, I wouldn't do it. I, I don't think there's enough value they're, in that position. They're first. not taking B, They're not taking him at ten. They're not going to take him at ten. Yeah, thirty. You is, take him at thirty. Thirty is tempting. I don't put anything past how if he stays at thirty. They're not taking him at ten. You know, people need to get this out of their minds. They are not. I've been told three times in the past three weeks they're not looking at a running back at number ten. It's that simple. It's not the way they build a team. Historically, nope. should tell you that, his, that they don't build their team that way. There's a premier lineman somewhere there they're, they're looking at right now. Whether it's on the defensive side of the ball or the offensive side of the yeah. ball. Now, the only shocker, would they take a wide receiver that high? Don't know. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, the way they build this team. They'd be more apt to do that than they are running back. Absolutely. absolutely. They'd be more apt because at this point, they don't have – the third receiver that they want, and they don't have some assurity if one of those guys, one of our horses get, you know, I'm not even going to say it, but one of our horses couldn't play. Who would, who would come in and, 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 and play in their absence? Because if one of them wasn't there, rest assured the other one would get double teamed and taken out of the game. Yeah, I, I mean, oh boy, you know, double team. You can't double team somebody because you have three guys that are great. You know what I'm saying? Smitty Brown and uh, and Goddard are great. So you can't double team any of them. Yeah, They're all three are on the field. You take one guy off. You could double team one guy now and single um and and, and zone um zone read the other one. I mean, the zone. Zone play the other one. You could do that. Yeah. Like you could double team and uh, you could double team up uh, uh, Dallas Goddard 
is either Smitty or or Brown was out of the game. Uh-huh. And with that, you roll zone over him, and you can roll coverage to him and double team the other one. With all three on the field, you can't do nothing. You have to pick your poison now. Because if you roll coverage and double team, somebody's going to be running wide open. And that's the allure of when you're having a quarterback that can read those things pretty quick and get the ball to the guy that's going to be open. Because you have so many weapons that define things early because you can't hide them when you have three weapons out there. Now, you you got you to gotta get somebody, you know, just in case. It's not really a luxury. It's a necessity right now because we play so much 11 personnel. 11 personnel is one of running back, one tight end with three receivers. Hmm. It's an interesting take. Uh, it is, Barrett. I, I wonder – here's the way I look at it. Would they – so you went Rager first round, you went Devontae Smith first round, you traded a first rounder for A.J. Brown. So that's basically three straight years of using a first rounder. Would they go four straight years? It doesn't matter what the, at position, the receiver is, position? position of the need. You know what I'm saying? It's a we, position of need. I presented this to you guys last week. What if Devontae or A.J. went down for an extended period of time yeah. based on the receiving core right now? This team is really handcuffed. Are you putting that trust in Quez Watkins? No. They don't, for whatever reason, Greg Ward can't get off the practice squad. I don't know why. I think he's a perfect slot receiver. Short-handed, blocks well. They, but for some reason, he's on the back burner. You need another pass catcher. Now, they may pick up one in the later rounds. If, if Howie somehow, somehow, someway trades back to get more middle-round picks, maybe they'll look at another wide receiver there. But you need another body right now mm-hmm. at that receiving position. And you look at it, we, we were wild with the way Denver went about their business and look at all the high-value receivers they got. The biggest problem with Denver was they could barely keep all three on the field at the same time, which really affected their passing game. Well, my goodness, you got two, you got three primetime catchers. One of them is a tight end. But in terms of primetime wide receivers, you got two on this team. If one goes down, now they got through last season unscathed, but we know how, we know how the NFL works. It's year-to-year, day-to-day. What was yesterday is not guaranteed tomorrow. So you need mm. another primetime pass catcher somewhere. Somebody you can count on. We all agree we we don't 100% trust that guy named Quez Watkins. Do we agree on that? Yes. Okay. So we need to bring in an extra body for competition and to help them decision-make. You know what? I like this guy better than what we already had in-house. Hmm. And then I see the stream talking about – would you bring in another tight end run 12 personnel? I think they have what they want in the tight end position with the guys they have right now. Jack Stoll, he showed he can catch ball, but I think Grant Calcaterra is more of a pass-catching yeah. tight end slash H-back that they can use in those circumstances. Um, they still got Jackson also, Tyree J- Jackson also. So um, we don't know what that kid can do to the team. He hasn't done anything thus far but be hurt, but I think they do like him a lot. Maybe this another year would help him mature a little more. Yeah, I, look, I, I think that, um, the, the, yeah, the tight end, if they address that, it's way later, right, in, in some way, shape, or form, but I don't know that they would. Uh, the receiver thing is it's, it's, it's food for thought. I mean, it would have to be – you're not saying at 10, are you? No. Okay. You're saying if they stay at 30. Yes. Or 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 trade back. Trade into the second round. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, look, I think it's possible. I, again, like as their second pick, whether it's in the first late late in first 
or, or in the second round, their second pick is a lineman of some sort, whether it's defensive offense, mm-hmm. but that next pick, whether it's in the second round or whatever, I would mind picking up a, a receiver. All right. Let, let me ask you guys this because in researching for today, I was looking at offensive linemen, like really looking at a lot of mock drafts. And I think what tends to happen sometimes you like, like Peter Skaronsky is ranked ahead in, in a lot of cases of even Paris Johnson and some of those guys. Now the knock is he's got the shorter arms and he would most likely be a guard. And generally you don't take guards that high, but I mean, most of the, uh, of the sources that I looked at have him rated as number one. Like we've almost sort of, it's almost become like a punchline. Like this dude's a stud. I, I you know, I don't know that they wouldn't hundred percent take him at 10. You know, um, I don't know. It would not be reach to pick him up at 10. You know why? He may not even be there. I actually don't see him making it past pick seven. Really? Or eight. Yes. He's he's that good. Do I think he's the best offensive lineman? I think Paris Johnson is the better of the two. But I do think that he's tougher. Scrozzi's tougher. He's a tough SOB, bro. Yeah. He can't come in and play right now at right guard position. He can. Okay. So when I look at it in my evaluation, man, it's it's Kronsky, Paris, and uh and the kid from uh to me it's the kid from um from from Tennessee. Let me look at my tackles again. I gotta look at go. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, I don't want to, I didn't mean to do I it said, now. No, we, Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright, yeah. But, but he's, my, saying, he's ranked my third guy. Right. Um, versatile, could do everything. The reason I put Paris Johnson in front of uh, Peter Skaronsky, yeah. because he's played guard before. He's played um, right guard. He started at right guard. He's also started at left tackle. Sure. sure. So that's why I have him ahead of him. No, I got when you. you talk about a tough SOB that's going to come in and be a great guard, like, all right, just put it in terms of what, you know, I can just compare it to myself. I was I was a good offensive tackle, just good. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't gonna be a pro bowler. Yeah. I was gonna go out there, I do my mm-hmm. job. You didn't hear my name called much because yeah. when you hear your name called when you're offensive lineman, usually because it's bad, you're getting a holding call or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I was solid. If I'd have been a guard, if they'd have brought me in, I'd been a guard, I would have been a pro bowl guard. Right. It's easier, it's more close, it's a tighter space. I would have been a pro bowl guard. But I played tackle. So I was actually out of position. I was 6'5 and a half, 310 pounds leaving college. Mm-hmm. I'd have been the perfect guard. But my boy couldn't lead a weed alone. Bernard Williams couldn't couldn't lead a weed alone, you know, could just couldn't stop smoking weed. <laughs> I ended up starting a left tackle. So once he got once he got suspended, that's when they brought in um Guy McIntyre. Moved him into guard and moved me out to tackle. I was drafted to be a guard by the Philadelphia Eagles. I was drafted to be a guard, mm-hmm. but they put me in tackles because of necessity. And I just stayed at tackle up until I got to Pittsburgh. And then I started moving into guard and playing center, guard, and tackle. I want to revisit, Derek, what you're you're hearing from some of your sources that the the guard spot may not be, not be on the team right now. That would lead me to think maybe Skaronsky. No? Possibly. Yeah, or or maybe they go out and get somebody who hasn't signed yet. Also, right. 
Right. There's a possibility that, that could happen as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just telling you what I was told. That yeah. He may not be on the roster yet. Yeah, I mean, the concern is you would be light at, at that spot next to Kelsey. Yes. They would, two guys and, under 300 pounds is, is, by today's day and age, very light. And, and, let's, and let's, let's be honest. This team is not shy about putting a rookie into a starting role in the trenches. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. put a you put a, a raw guy at left tackle and groomed him to be your everyday left tackle. You went out and drafted a guy with a knee injury coming out of college. Look look how both turned out on the left side of that line. Right. You know. So now that you have four fifths of your offensive line solidified, you can stick a lot of people in between two perennial pro bowlers like Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. You know, look look what happened when uh Brandon Brooks went down how they had to patchwork that side. Wasn't yep. bad, was it? Wasn't bad right. at all. You still had Lane and you still had Kelsey in there. Mm-hmm. So don't don't overlook the fact that they're not really highly concerned about who they put at that right guard. They will find somebody to mm-hmm. put there. They still got guys there, you know. Yes. Jack Driscoll could come yes. in and play guard in a, in a heartbeat. And I think he'd be a really, really good guard. He's, he's an okay tackle, but he's a really, really good guard. Jack mm-hmm. Driscoll is a really, really good guard. But if he goes to guard, who do we have now to play tackle? Now, we brought some guys in to play that tackle position. One of them I like pretty good. He's from the crib, you know. Uh, he's from St. Louis. Uh, uh, Roderick Johnson played tackle. No, 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 no. It's Tyrese Robinson. He uh, – both guys can play guard and tackle. But uh, I just – I like – no, it's, yeah, Roderick Johnson. Roderick Johnson – from Florida State, he got some burn. He played. He's from you know he went. To, he got drafted by Texas. He's played for a long time. Played at Florida State. Uh, been in the league since 2017. He's tackle size. He's six foot seven, three hundred pounds, kind of slender. But um, at this point, can he be a swing tackle? He's had some experience playing left tackle. I don't know if he can play left tackle and left guard. I mean, uh, right tackle. Mm-hmm. But they do have guys. But we we. We don't have that solid guy that I've seen. You know, maybe, you know, we go into camp and I can't wait to camp to see where we're at with that. But we need some, you know, we need some solid guys to be that swing tackle. We need a solid guy to be that swing. We don't have that right now. Yeah. Jack Driscoll came in and he shows some inefficiencies at being a starter. You couldn't run the offense like you would run when he was in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between being a great team and just a good team. No, I hear you. I we were it. a great team because we got we had that ability to bring guys in, and good thing you know that uh you know the big fella Lane Johnson was able to play for as long as he did on that on that bad will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question. But uh, hey, look, this is uh it's it, we generally don't go a long period of time without something major happening either with the Eagles or the NFL. We 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 had a little bit of a period there where where it was kind of slow, but then today today was a reset. Uh, and if you didn't hear, the Eagles and Jalen Hurts have reached an agreement on a five-year, $255 million deal that runs through uh, 2028, $179 million guaranteed. That, that sits only behind, right now, Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray in terms of guaranteed money. So he's, he's right there with, with, the, with the big boys, and I'll, I'll take him uh, certainly uh, over either one of those two in a heartbeat. Uh, right <laughs> in, a, in a second and you know last year the leaps and bounds that he took you combine that 
you know, and look, I think he's in a really advantageous spot because he's got Nick Sirianni. He's got Brian Johnson, who he's familiar with. He's he hasn't even hit his prime yet at 24, Not 25. Even close, bro. Not even close, man. You know, it just feels like this isn't a a 13 year deal where you're scared to death. You know, when Bryce Harper turns 38, what it's going to look like. This is you're getting prime peak years. This guy won't even be 30 by the time this is over. And guess what? If you have to worry about negotiating a deal, that's a good sign. You know, a new monster deal when, he, when he's getting close to 30. That's good. You know, Rob, Rob, yeah, put it like this. We didn't sign Jalen Hurst off of, off of a, 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 you know, a jerk, knee jerk reaction. The Cardinals signed Murray because they were like, all right, he's, 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 he took everything off his social media. Uh, he's a disgruntled employee. This is our franchise core. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? That's why they signed him. Yeah. This is not one of those certain circumstances. This is like, all right, we need to play this guy because he's shown the ability to be the leader of this team. We owe him this much. We're going to go ahead and sign him because we feel as though he is. This is our future, and they've stood steadfast at that for the past two years. Even when we as media were saying, you know, before then, oh, we, all we talked about is intangibles. Intangibles like a dirty word for us for a long time. Mm-hmm. But Jalen Hurts has his intangibles. Yes, he has intangibles, and he has everything else also. So it's not like a knee jerk reaction. Right now, I think. Lamar Jackson is a knee-jerk reaction. Right now, the Jets and A-Rod, a knee-jerk reaction. This was set aside that they knew for a long time that they were going to have to pay him, and they didn't have a, they don't have a problem with that at all. The preliminaries of this whole deal began before the season began in 2022. When it was discussed, if Jalen continues to do this, 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 and this, it's a slam dunk, both on and off the field. Jalen did everything he was supposed to to be the upholding person that he is and the leader. Think about how many 24-year-olds command command a huddle the way he is. Now, he had one year in his belt, but he was still untested. There were question marks about his ability. He went out and put in that work by himself. He went in and absorbed that playbook. He also had discussions with management about, here's what I think works better for me. Can we do a variation of this? He had as much input as the coaches did in terms of building him to that next level in 2022. It was a slam dunk across the board with the organization in terms of, okay, he's the right. guy we're looking for. This is what we need to lead us into the pred- the immediate future and the far future as well. Yeah. It was simple. Well, it wasn't so. hard. It wasn't yeah. how he's, I can't say this enough. How he's not a guy who hymns and haws about dollars. How he is very fair when it comes to paying market value for players. It's just like how he is also in a bind like every other team in the National Football League. You cannot pay everybody. You can't keep everybody. It's yep. not the way it works. Yeah, he wants why, to, though. Well, he that's wants why the to. on the wall for Javon Hargrave. You, you weren't yeah. going to pay $20 million there. You no. Just, no. You've got to give somewhere, no. um, for sure. All right. you got young players waiting in the wings that need to play. Okay, no doubt. All right, we'll continue to discuss this because this is massive news, people. Massive. So we will continue to discuss the the extension that Jalen Hurts gets, and he is getting a massive extension. We'll discuss that. We'll mix in some other stuff. Sixers uh, playoff game uh, on Saturday. They play again tonight. Phillies up and down weekend to say the least. Barrett and I haven't even got into our weekend. We'll talk about all those kind of things. When we come back, don't go anywhere. Derek Hunt, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. Will we see the gritty video again? I don't know if we could do that again. Maybe. Come on, Tom. Oh, that might be against the law. That might be against FCC, uh, YouTube, 
streaming. I don't know what. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about it. All right. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let me tell you about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group. And knowing who to trust with your finances, because it could be a really scary proposition. Right? You want to make sure that you're investing your money the right way to take care of you and your family. I can tell you from personal experience, I found that right person after a long journey, and it's Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group. And whether it's retirement planning, whether it's 401k review, insurance review, you might have a small business, you're trying to get your employee benefits off the ground. That's yet another resource that Jim can help you with. Personally, I've entrusted my IRA. I had some 401k rollovers. Jim assisted me with that, helped me roll those right into my IRA. And I couldn't be any happier. You will be too. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. You can also email him, Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y, dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit.
What's Yo. up, everybody? Welcome all back. How you guys Yo. doing? Yo. Thanks for hanging. What's up, eh? Bro, I'm trying to, you know, I went went upstairs to go get something, and I'm trying to walk. Bro, I am not 25 anymore. I'm <laughs> yeah, so not. we played, Barrett and I played in the um, the the All-Star. It was, a, it was a great time. It was the All-Star Labor Classic uh, where Jacob uh, and, and Jacob Media played against uh, the trades guys, the guys who were in the, the local 420, headed by Jim Snell, who's a, who's a great guy, who I actually went to high school with, um, and, and, and like younger cats who, who are strong dudes. Um, and we were, we were much better this year. We, well, we actually got year, out. We, we got our bad. ass kicked last year. We got killed last year. And they beat us by about 20. And that Ooh. was being generous. Yeah. So <laughs> we got off to a good start. We were up, I think, 10 at the end of the first quarter. No, 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 no. Oh, you ain't setting it up right, man. But I know we got Hurst News. We got to set this up, bro. Okay. Long story long, last year we got our ass kicked. I mean, we got whooped like we stole something. <laughs> I mean, they beat us to death. Uh-huh. They were running past us like we were just standing still. That's true. But I vowed. And if you go on, I went on record last year. Both me and Rob went on record last year. We will never get beat, get beat like that again. Yeah. Never. Never will we get beat like that again. So I started working out. I've been working out. I've been telling everybody. Mm-hmm. I've been working out for the past two and a half, three months now. So I was in a little better shape this time going into the game. No doubt. Rob had been playing ball the last three weeks. Yep. And it's pickleball and playing basketball. Yep. So we went into a lot better shape this time. So I yeah. guess they thought they was going to stomp us and, and, and go home, you know, shake hands, kiss babies, and go home. Well, we got out to a start, and we got out there, and we started – they were like, oh, we can play. Oh, yeah, we can play now. Yeah, I'm in a little better shape now. <laughs> I still didn't score anything. Like, I only had, like, what, two points, something like that. Yeah, I didn't score either. But I was yeah. – I mean, board, give, give me this. Playing defense. Oh, I got the steal. Barrett had a lot of rebounds, a lot of loose balls, a lot of hustle plays. I mean, like, it was, it was, and then you know, like yeah, you know, finish the game. Yeah, I'm good. Finish the game, put it like that. That drive home, and I'm. <laughs> it got to a point I almost couldn't take my foot off the pedal. You know, saying go to the break. Yeah. Knee started hurting, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got back to the house. I, 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 and, and I, I knew it was gonna be like this because. Uh, Rob, I don't know if you noticed it, but yesterday when I came off the bench, I would not. I mean, when I came off the court, you didn't I sit. didn't sit down. Nope. I go walk around. I walk Behind around. The bench. This, I, <laughs> I'd be in the back of the bench. I didn't sit down. Mm-hmm. So I knew if I'd have sat down, it'd have been all bad news. Yeah. It'd have been yeah. bad football. So yeah. what I do, I played well, put out some, you know, max effort. Yes. Later on that night, I text Rob, Rob. I feel like I got my ass kicked. <laughs> my, my response was, wait till wait, 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 tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I got up this morning. I'm like, oh, man, my both knees hurt. I, know. I feel there's, like I need new knees. Dude, there's nothing like you can work out on a treadmill. There's nothing like basketball with all the stop no. and starts and everything else that it's involved, man. It, it will it'll wear you out. Now, I, I was I, doing everything. I was playing defense, flipping my hips, trying to get around. I'm, you know, I'm you doing were. all that stuff. We we won the opening tap. We scored. We we did have a really good player. Guy, his name's Jimmy Dillon. He played at Notre Dame. He played with us. And Sweet he, man. He had some moves, man. Yeah, he did. Man, he could. He could. He. I mean, he he had that handle. He had a handle, yeah. boy. He was, yeah, he was. He was on a string. He was yeah. doing some things, man. <laughs> that, 
We're crazy. Now, sources tell me, my sources mm -hmm. tell me that Barrett hit a basket late in the game to get you to within two. Yes. So we 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 should have won the game. They gave them more points, you know, saying to keep the game close because we started pulling away. As soon as we gave them the points, they turned back around, started getting some, you know, some buckets. Then we're like, oh, let's go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, they 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 made it very. They made it fun, man. They you did. It was it was it was a great time. I and I uh, applaud everybody involved and and yeah. all the all the folks in the, in the trades and and all the great charities that were involved in it. So kudos to everybody who played, man. It no was question. Fun. Oh, it was here fun. go Captain Tony again. Barry getting get in shape to work on the boat like the well, he, what what he's saying is this weekend, like he's going fishing without me. This weekend coming up, he's going fishing without me down a marathon. He's going fishing without me. Right. So long story long, he has to get his boat ready and get it in the water before he leaves this weekend. Mm. He, you know, he did his whole transom, stripped his transom down, transferred the back of the boat, and redid his whole transom, repainted and everything. I gotta go up and I gotta do the same thing, but I gotta I gotta I gotta buff and, and wax the whole boat, put bottom paint on, put new zincs on. I mean, that usually takes about two days to do. Mm -hmm. But the way I feel right now, I couldn't do it. But he did it yesterday, so he felt like a bus hit him. <laughs> <laughs> He's killing the two. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of buses. Derek's hurt. Barrett's hurt. I'm hurt. I, I jam. They, they had some big dudes, right? So like, I went up the one time, and this dude just crushed me on a box out. And bro, that, that wasn't even a that wasn't even it wasn't a foul. That was a that was almost a murder, bro. <laughs> it was, it he was just almost assault. killed you. <laughs> yeah, and I, I jammed like my thumb into his hip. It might. It went like all the way up my arm. I could feel that. <laughs> That's always good. That's always a good sign. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, so good news. Uh, the uh, the Eagles locked down Jalen Hurts. We know that he is he is signed, sealed, and delivered through the twenty eighth season. And it's a lot of money, but it's the cost of doing business, and it tells you the kind of season that the guy had. You know that's for sure. Um, Couple other, couple other things to hit here, guys. Sixers, Hold on, Rob. Go, go, going back to what you guys were yeah. talking about, the basketball game. Now, Tone yeah. just said, Tone in the chat said, wow, I feel great, guys. Now, how old is Tone? In his 20s? 28. Oh, well, he should feel us. great. He, he <laughs> should feel like a new man. He still has young energy, man. We didn't see – we were hoping that Tone was going to play with us. He didn't play. He didn't play. That's why he didn't he play. Oh, I, I thought I based on his comment, I thought he was no, there. No, 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 he ain't touched the court, man. In fact, he went around, he, he didn't touch that court, man. Was he like, there, bro? No, 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 wow. no. I'm sure he had other stuff. I'm not, I'm not getting into that, but, but I, I, I'm just, wow. he was, he was busy. I'm sure there's no, no doubt. Yeah. What he was working overtime, yeah. he claims, he claims, uh, yeah, okay, right. Right. probably right. watching some Netflix series. So so feet, so feet propped up. So D gun. Yeah. You got to do it next year for sure. Can't do it. Not Coach, gonna do it. Coaches at least. Not yeah. gonna. Oh, I might, I may do that. Man, I, I talked to my wife. My wife got me on lockdown for the next five years, man. <laughs> five years. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'll tell you guys this. I'm retiring at 55. I'm done at 55, bro. Is it? 55. I'm done. You done hoops or you done everything at 55? I'm done everything. I'm gonna be in my pole born. Working on stuff. That's what I don't I'm blame doing. you. I don't enjoy. You got to enjoy whatever's yeah, left. Yeah, my turn fifty five, bro. I did, I got to get it in. Speed limit. See to to play in an event like this in April, from my perspective, when you get to a certain age, you run the risk of doing something where you're immobile for the whole summer. 
value I'm not going to have my knee or ankle or shoulder or wrist in a cast and mess up my whole summer. I got too much to do. I enjoy working out in the yard. I enjoy going fishing. There's things I want to do, man. You ain't gonna, I see too. I know too many people that have lost summers because of stuff. They want to be these warriors beyond their means. I know too many, but I've seen it. I mean, man, I feel for you, bro, but I'm bro, gonna I'll, do this, man. The whole time I was praying, bro. Don't mess with summer up. I was praying, don't mess with summer up. Please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Yeah. I'll think myself, I need my Achilles. I need my knee. They're just a little sore right now, but I kind of yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the funniest thing. Like when we had, we'll go through like pregame strategy and all this other stuff, and then it's like, and don't get hurt. Yeah, and don't <laughs> yeah. get hurt. Check a media on three. Yeah. One, two, three. Check a media. Don't, don't get, get hurt. hurt. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. That's what happens, man. I yeah, I I I was playing in this this I, years ago. I used to, I play in this March Madness tournament. I told you guys about this dude blew out his Achilles. See, what? there you go. See, yeah, man. See. He went down and like you knew right away it was over. And you're like, oh, what are we doing out here exactly? Hey, what remember our, remember our friend and colleague, Michael Barkin, yes. ruptured his Achilles just jogging on the sand on a beach. It's true. Lost the whole summer. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't doing that. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, this this time, this will be the last time I play basketball until the next game. And I said that I said that last year, and I I, I, I that's exactly what I did. This is the last time I played basketball. Until the next event, so I'll have the next event. I'll play again and pray for the best again. Well, I met one of our guys, one of our our camera ops, Chris. You guys know Chris, a great dude, Chris. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. he played early. It was like the third quarter, and I looked at him, and he, go, and he goes, "Bro, I'm done." I'm like, "Oh, what, what, you, you done for the rest of the quarter?" He's like, "No, dude, I'm done." Like, <laughs> he's like, "I will not be going back into this game under any circumstance." <laughs> and he had that look, like. I am smart not man. Like I got you. I got you, man. Smart man. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, I'm, I'm I'm on the game like this. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, Bobby. Come, come. Yeah, my, <laughs> I suck, Bobby. Bobby got, like, like yeah, Bobby got a quick hook at one point. It was tough. It was a tough one for him, Dad. But it was oh, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, was yeah. fine. We had fun. See, see, Bobby is Bobby is that dude you can run the whole game. Yeah. You run him the 21. whole game. Yeah. There he goes, 21. You run him the whole game. He yeah. comes up the next day feeling like a new man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I expanded the muscles. I got a good workout in. Yeah. Meanwhile, you two got oxygen mask on. <laughs> you got Ben Gay. You got Biofreeze. We got in the car, and I'm Bruh. like, how you feeling? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, See? what do you mean, what See? do I mean? He's like, there you go. <laughs> there you go. See? Yeah. All right, I guess. That's what you do. See? I know. I know. It was fun, though. It was a good time. Um, all right, let's come back. We'll continue with the Hurts talk. We'll mix in a little Sixers as they play game two tonight. Little Phillies over the weekend at 2 o'clock. We'll do our NFL segment. We'll dig really deep into those tackles. Maybe talk a little bit more about the Buda Baker thing, uh, some other odds and ends. But but just look at the Jalen Hurts thing. And, you know, who's next? Is it Burrow? Is it Herbert? Is it Lamar? Who is next? We'll talk about all those things. When we come back, don't go anywhere. That's Barrett, Derek. I'm Rob. Sports take on a pretty monumental Monday, that's for sure. All right, let's talk about pro-action restoration. Yes, you have a home, you have a business, you have a property, and you go through pain, the pain and the inconvenience of water, of fire, of smoke, mold damage. You're saying, I don't, I can't handle this. Well, they can, and they're on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I reached out to pro-action restoration on a Saturday. They came right out, and they helped. They cleaned everything up. They fixed the problem. The price was right. The crew was professional. You name it. It was a great experience all around. 
ProAction Restoration is licensed, bonded, and fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company also. So if it's any of the above, it could be any even more than this. Water, fire, smoke, mold damage, you name it. They can handle it. Give them a call. 610-623-3760. 610-623-3760. Or you can reach out to them online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Champions on three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit.
Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging on this Monday. We do appreciate it. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take. Let's hit that like button. We do appreciate it, people. All right, guys, let's uh, let's talk a little bit of, uh, about some, some other things here uh, and the Sixers. Sixers, I'll tell you what. They play the way that they played on Saturday, and I know the level of competition and the Nets aren't the Celtics or the, or the Bucks, but they play the way that they played on Saturday. They got a shot against anybody. Um, so they win the game 121-101. They hit 21 threes. You can't back on that, obviously. Um, but what I liked is they out-assisted the, Nick, the Nets 32-23. to They had 89 field goal attempts to 70 for the Nets. They were 21 to three on second chance points and 31 to 11 uh, in terms of scoring off of turnovers. There's a lot of good signs there in those stats. It was, it was great from, 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 from the beginning to the end. Um, they did exactly what, you know, they played the, they played the great, they played a great game, but it wasn't like, it was like a, a, a hard fought game. They just overwhelmed them. And and it's not like the Nets didn't play, uh, like they they played bad. They actually mm-hmm. played pretty good. Yeah, it's just you could tell they were outclassed, mm-hmm. man to man, team versus team, coach versus coach, against the 76ers. The 76ers just looked like they were just a far greater team than mm-hmm. uh than than they were. So I mean, I was I was, I was good, man. I, I was I was like, yo, this is unbelievable, unbelievable. First of all. Brooklyn has nobody to match up with Embiid. They have nobody. They played really good rotating defense. They're very quick uh, around the perimeter. They got some great shooters. They shot almost 56% from the, for the game and still lost by 20. Okay? That right. tells you something right there. Yeah, 56% and still lost by 20. Number two, one of the questions, at least for one game, that we went into the series asking, who was going to step up? in a pivotal role position, Harris, Tobias Harris, plain and simple, Tobias Harris. He stepped up. He put in 21 points, 9 of 14 from the floor. That's a pretty doggone good day, okay? That's all you can ask. That's all you can ask. All we want to know is who's going to step up and be that third person. And the biggest factor I was concerned with as of last week was, would you have to play your two big guns 38 to 43 minutes and B played 33 minutes. He got 15 <laughs> minutes in this game. Perfect. He didn't have to score 40 points. He scored 26 points. He got to sit 15 minutes and rest his body. Okay. James Harden only played 36 minutes with that Achilles. Okay. Uh, perfect numbers for both of them. If they could do that. Now we know it's not going to happen. Every game tells its own story, but yeah. if they can consistently get those kind of numbers, keep, Keep him beating at 33, 35 in the range. You're right. They could do a lot of damage in the playoffs. Yeah. If you could have drawn it up, like that's the way you would have drawn up game one. You know, really. Oh, they no they just – everything worked. Um, you know, even, even – like Maxie didn't have to go crazy in the game and you were still able to handle them. And Bede had a, had a very good but not – he didn't have to go crazy uh, type of game. Harden, I mean – Look, he got he got he got blocked a couple times going to the rim, but he clearly had the lift on the step back on the threes. He had the explosion there. He goes 23 and 13. He's seven of 13 from three yep. in the game. And, and really the only the only really scary threat 
for Brooklyn is Michael Bridges. And and yeah. yes, he got his, he got 30. But really, a lot of that damage was done in the first half. They did an excellent yeah. job on him yeah. in the second half, I thought. So absolutely th- that look, you 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 can't let up though here. You know, you, you can't say, oh, look what happened in game one and come out and not have that eye of the tiger. You gotta go out there, you know, and put it on them tonight. That's the big thing. No let up whatsoever. No question. And and we talk about we talk about defensively. Um what they were trying to do, that's what trying to do to 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 Embiid, you know, specifically. Every time he touched the ball, they would double team and triple team him. But he would kick it out and spot up jumpers, man, all day. They were hitting those spot up jumpers, man. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing, you know, they were hitting uh, you know. Just like you said, Tobias Harris was a lot more aggressive and going out there and, and when he got kicked to him, to be a part of the offense, catch it in rhythm, shoot it, boom. You know, that was the difference in what I saw before and what I see, you know, during the season than what I see now. He was ready and available to play. Mm-hmm. Ready and available. Yeah. Yeah, no, no question. And, and I think that they – you can see frustration seeping in in a couple different ways. One – Jacques Bond's already going down the Nick Nurse whining routine. I don't know if you guys saw that. He said after the game, hopefully, you know, next game they'll, they'll call some three seconds and some fouls on the big fella. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a sure sign. Like, he looks at it like I'm planting a seed with the officials. To me, that's a cry for desperation. Yep. Like, it is what that is, that he's already pulling that nonsense. Yeah, but you know what? The scary part about it is referees will start looking at this stuff. And you're going to get well, some fan. They're going to get, you're going to get we'll some see. ticky-tack calls because it goes both ways. Both teams try to get into a referee's ear and tell, hey, man, you notice him throwing elbows? You notice how he drops his shoulder and you're calling to block on me when it should have been called a charge? Referees start balancing out stuff like that. That's what worries me. Yeah. You know, so if he's already crying about this after game one, the refs are going to start looking at that a little bit more closely. Is there some validity to it? Eh, you know what sounds like game one sour grapes to me, but it's in the refs' minds now. Absolutely. And I've seen this happen too many times where, you know, a player plays his game a certain way, all of a sudden he's handcuffed because the refs start listening to the whining from the other side. Yeah. Hey, let me throw this at you guys. Uh, we'll get it back to, to the Sixers in a second. But uh, Bryce Young has canceled his remaining pre-draft visits, according to Tom Pelissaro of the NFL Network. In the tweet he puts out, he says, another sign to back up the belief within the league that the 2021 Heisman Trophy winner will be the Panthers' number one overall pick. Mm. Uh, he's also visited the Texans at number two. But there's a there's a growing belief among league circles that this is a done deal and Bryce Young's going one. You guys That's buying it? Looks, huh? I will say Chris Mortensen from ESPN was on this a long time ago. I will say that uh, from what he was hearing. I'm sorry, but – what what are they saying? I, I I love his game. He's a winner, but the dude is 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 soaking wet. Is lucky if he's 180 pounds soaking wet. I don't yeah. get it. You know, we we look at quarterbacks that are being drafted in today's game. They're all six three, six four, two twenty five, two thirty five. You look at this dude's physical dynamics, and it's it's everything screaming. You want well, take somebody who could be considered a fragile franchise player at that body weight and type. What what are they looking? What are the experts looking at? Where he elevated over C.J. Stroud? I don't get it. C.J. Stroud is a prototypical body type, and supposedly attributes according to the experts that every court every team wants for a franchise quarterback. But now we're starting to hear more and more about this Bryce Young leapfrogging past C.J. to be the number one overall pick. I, that I don't is know. crazy, isn't it? 
I, I Frank Reich's on board with this. Frank I, Reich's a quarterback guru. Right. I guess you're you're throwing caution to the wind with his size, and you just believe so much in what kind of football player is. Like what I would worry about more than anything else is those kind of hits where the where the defensive player lands on him. And how does he hold up between the three hundred pounder and the ground with that with no give? You know, how does he physically hold up? You know, that's what Jalen Hurts six two, squats six hundred pounds. We saw what happened in the um, Chicago game, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, we saw what happened. So to think that to think that he's not going to get hurt, everybody gets hurt in the league. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You just can't you just can't play with that type of fear. I mean, look at you know look at Drew Brees for years. You know what I'm saying? Played that way. You know, uh, um, who else was a smaller quarter? See, it's not a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? But there Drew, are guys. Drew Brees, yeah. Drew Brees was smaller. Drew Brees is smaller. He weighed uh, more than, than Bryce Young, but he was smaller. For yeah. Sure. Um, who else? Tua's Tua is not the biggest guy in the world. And, and yeah. then, look, Tua's oh, stuff has oh, yeah. been head. Flukey, yeah. was the name? Flute? Flutie. Darren Flutie. Yeah. Okay, but so, look yeah, what happened to Tua last year. Tua got slung down to the ground, hit his head, he's out. Now, Tua's not the biggest quarterback out there. This dude's lighter than Tua. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Wait, wait till the defensive lineman grabs him by an arm or a shoulder and throws him to the ground. He goes head first. Yeah. You think he's going to get up without feeling like he's on rubber leg street? Yeah. Um, Somebody said Alex Smith in the chat. Alex Smith was 6'4". Alex yeah. Smith was anything. But Russell Wilson's 5'10", 5'11", but Russell Wilson is stocky, stockily he's built. stout. Yeah, the, the difference is with Bryce, he's, he's on the thinner side and he's – Sure. He's 200 pounds still now. He's they say he's, okay. he finally reached 200 pounds. Okay. So who, who, who 5, 10, 200 pounds. Yeah. Who Bryce is 5, 10, 200. Okay, all right. I mean, look, uh, I, I <laughs> sounds like you're not buying numbers it. Doctor. How many numbers are doctored? I mean, come on, man. But, but the <laughs> thing is, I, I the flip side of it is the dude won a ton at Alabama. Make can make every throw, even despite maybe not being able to see over the line of scrimmage. He's clutch. He's great in uh, off schedule plays. If you want to me, he's the best off schedule thrower in the in the draft, like bar none. Any everything breaks down, the dude doesn't panic, keeps his eyes down yeah. the field, and still delivers. So there, there's a lot there's a lot of good there, you know, you know for sure. But I would be worried about his size. I mean, it's legit. But Barrett, they, Barrett. Mu- they must many, just be many- blown away. How many dudes are listed as 6'4", 270 coming out of college? They get to the combine. They're 6'2 and a half, 255. I mean, I mean, come on. These inflated. It's kind of the same thing with Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham was the same way. Yes. They they listed him bigger. Mamula was the same way. Uh, First guy, first came out of college, I was uh, was 6'4". I was 6'4", 302 pounds. But on my on my uh, scouting report and everything, I was 6'5", 315. <laughs> and they actually did a story on me. Uh, I was one of twenty guys entering the draft that year that were over three hundred pounds. You know, they had, they said there was only like a hundred guys in the NFL that were three hundred pounds or more, and we were it was twenty of us coming in that year in the league. Hmm. So you know, but now look at it. You know, I remember I played with this dude named Aaron Gibson. Aaron Gibson, oh. you can look him up right now. Big Gibby yes. played at Wisconsin. Yep. Big Gibby, his head was so big, they had to make a helmet for him, customize a helmet for him. He was 410 pounds, six foot eight, but had washboard abs. Yeah, that's crazy. Abs, bro. Could do the splits. 
one of the best athletes I've ever seen in my life playing tackle, offensive tackle, big Gibby. Yeah, that's true. I was also listed at 6'5 coming out of high school, but you know, <laughs> there were some questionable measurements there. Uh, you know, we'll Cheerio, dry Cheerios shrunk his right. height. They did. They stunted it. They stunted it like smoking. Um, if you'd ate White Castles. That's true. <laughs> blown up like a puffer fish. Yeah. So the Sixers play tonight uh, against the the uh, the Nets. It'll be game two tonight at Wells Fargo Center. Uh, they could look to take a, a 2-0 lead in that. We'll get into a whole NBA segment in the last segment, by the way, just because there's a lot happening. Upsets, injuries, just a lot going on. Um, all right, from a Philly standpoint, guys. So they win 14-3 to yesterday. They, they rip off a nine spot in the first inning. They end up with 23 total hits. Every starter had an RBI and a hit. Eight starters had multiple hits in the game. Bryson Stott, first career leadoff home run. He tied Puddinghead Jones, Derek's favorite, Puddinghead <laughs> Jones, for the most consecutive hits to start a season at 16. Um, here's the goofy thing with the Phillies, okay? Wouldn't first of all, they've been highly frustrating all year. But So Monday, they get 15 runs against Sandy Alcantara, okay? Fast forward to yesterday, you know, they, they roll the Reds 14 to three. So they had 15 and 14. But here's the problem the five games in between this week, they scored 16 runs. Mm-hmm. So a little more than three runs per game. They, they have been feast or famine in a lot of ways. You know, yesterday they had five hits with runners in scoring position just in the first inning. They had 11, they were 11 for 27 the whole game. So they got 27 men and runners with scoring position. They've been getting hits all year. They just haven't been clutched. There's been two two issues with the Phillies. One, starting pitching has not been good enough. Two, they have not been clutched. The clutch part's going to come. They're getting too many hits not to start scoring runs. They got to get better pitching. They have to. Um, that's the issue. Know. I think that's the biggest issue we have. I mean, hits will come. They'll start playing running bases better. But starting pitching has to be last has to last with quality more than four or five innings, man. Yeah. Your, your relievers are getting way too many innings right now. Yep, they're getting killed. Way too many innings. And and uh, Nola had his best outing of the season. Of course, when you walk out on the hill before you even f- throw your first pitch and you got a nine spot in front of you, you can relax a whole lot easier than when the game is 0-0. But he, he, pitched, he pitched well. Um, but even Strong got lit up. The one guy that we've been praising, he got lit up. Yeah, it's like you don't know what's going to happen day to day with this team. There's no measure of consistency, and now you're going to face a White Sox team that's six and ten. But if you look at their offensive numbers, they're one of the better teams in the American League right now in terms of offensive numbers. Mm-hmm. Their biggest problem is their pitching staff has given up a, an average of almost six runs a game. So mm-hmm. we could be looking at a lot of slugfest that can go either way in this series coming up starting tonight. Yeah, well, yeah. they split uh, this series two to two, right? They did, but it, you know Cincinnati's a bad team. Like you shouldn't be. Yes, we're well, going into be... another bad team now. So they should. You saying? I mean, two one. We should, yeah, they we should, should take two out of three. Yeah. So tonight's game's been postponed. Chicago weather's nasty. Mm-hmm. They're going to play a, a traditional doubleheader tomorrow. Four ten start, and then a seven ten start uh, tomorrow. Game one will be Wheeler. Game two will be Falter. That's the way they're going to do it. But it's like thirty degrees in Chicago, windy, nasty. Not exactly baseball weather. Be thankful where we're at, man. Sixty some outside right now. Even though the temperature dropped from eighty to sixty something, I'm like, hey, the sun's shining, the ground is dry. I'm loving it. I hear you. I hear you with that. Um, Yeah. So they end up 
Turner, by the way, Trey Turner gets uh, on base all five plate appearances, three hits, two walks. I, I'm going to rip Trey Turner here for a minute. Um, oh, yeah. I, I did not like what I saw on, on Saturday. So there's a play where he hits a ground ball. There's a runner on first. There's a, there's two outs. He hits a ground ball. Um, and the, the throw to uh, – actually, was it – yeah. The throw to first base is Aaron. First of all, he didn't run coming out of the box. He dogged it out of the box. Then the throw gets beyond the first baseman, and he assumes that it just goes real far and kicks far away, and he can stroll to second base. He starts strolling – and then he realizes you know, the first the ball kicked back to the first baseman pretty quick. He gets thrown out at second base. It was two plays in which he did not hustle. Okay. And, you know, this has been a problem for the Spillies team all year, whether it's not hustling or just stupid base running or whatever the case may be. It was emblematic of a lot of the problems that have been going on. Now, to his credit, he had two infield hits to start the game. He had actually two infield hits in the first inning yesterday. He busted his his ass on both of those. But like I hope it was a wake up call to all of them. Because that stuff's unacceptable. It's happening way too much with this team. So they got to start hustling. There are some good signs. Stott's one of them. Marsh was four for six yesterday with two doubles, uh, with a double, three singles, and an RBI. Bohm was three for six. Bohm's got a 10-game hit streak. Yep. You know, yep. th- this is also where it's it's strange with this team. Like If you look at, at the numbers of some of these guys in the starting lineup, like you'd say this team's got to be off to an unbelievable start. Bryson Stott's hitting 380. Trey Turner's hitting 338. Mm-hmm. Castellanos, not bad, 279. Uh, 350 for Bohm. Marsh, 378. Like, like these averages, and, and actually, Schwarber's starting to hit for average now. He's, he was at like 150. He's at 230. The, they're going to start scoring well, runs. He might get to yep. 250. He might get to 250 before it's over. Uh, yeah. But they're, they're starting to hit. It, it's just a matter of they got to get it all together. It's been so choppy. And if, you look, if, you look at, if you look at positions five, six, and seven in the order yesterday, they went 13 for 18, Whoa. scored six runs, and, and drove in three RBI as well. So they were very productive. Matter of fact, they were more productive five, six, and seven than one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. If you really want to stack the numbers together, um, you get the but you get the bottom of that. That's why I said this, we can complain about Harper and Hoskins not being there. Now potentially you have sixty home runs between those two out of the lineup, mm-hmm. but you still have you have so much firepower. When your five, six, and seven hitters can collect thirteen hits and eighteen plate appearances, and that's not an exception. This particular lineup has the talent to do that consistently. But the problem has been they have not done anything consistently up to this point. Everything mm-hmm. they've done, getting caught on bases, you know, thrown out on the base pass, not moving runners in scoring position. What were they yesterday? Probably their best game. Yeah. yeah, best game in terms of running, pushing runners in scoring position. You have to have that more consistently. You do. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of good teams are real heavy on the front end of your order, one through four, one through five, and the back end you just hope and hit. They, you just hope they can hit and contribute. This team has the capability of being consistently good in the bottom of the order every night. Got to put it together. Yeah. And I, yeah. I know it's April, but we can't use that as an excuse anymore. Yeah. The, the, the it's, you know, I, I'm with you, Derek. I'm tired of the it's early thing. I mean, exactly. It's you done. Know, you you got to start. Sneak up on us. 
Well, the other thing is like, you know, yeah, you were able to do it last year, but you can't count on that, that you're going to go on some kind of really insane run like that. Start playing more consistent baseball, especially now. They don't play another team with a winning record for the rest of the month of April. So they got to get their act together. Uh, That's for sure. So anyway, if you're just tuning in, uh, the the big story of the day is Jalen Hurts and the extension that he got from the Eagles. It's five years. It's $255 million, which runs through 2028. There's a no-trade clause. That's the first time the Eagles organization has ever given out a no-trade clause. Um, he will get $179 million guaranteed, $110 full, fully guaranteed at signing, uh, $23 million uh, signing bonuses. He will make 64 next year, uh, $126.5 million, uh, basically in about 11 months. Let's start with the no-trade clause. Barrett, for you as a player, what does that mean for you that you hear that they give out a no-trade clause to somebody? It, it gives the player the ability to, to really uh, be the captain of his fate. Um, there are times where you think you're making what you're supposed to be making. A team may think you're making too much. And they try to trade you, and they try to trade you to a team that virtually needs you. But usually when you go into a team that needs you like that, it's a team that's, you know, bad. You know, the no, cla- no trade clause keeps them from doing that right. because this, historically you go to bad teams. The bad team is trying to get good. A team like the Eagles is not going to trade to a good team because it might be better and, you know, right. hurt them in the long run. Mm-hmm. So that no trade clause keeps you keeps you in a power position as far as negotiation or if there's a time in which you have to, you know, when, when they're thinking about trading you or trying to, you know, cook their books a little bit and, and, and get down on the salary cap. It helps you out, keeps mm-hmm. gives you a little more power than the team. Yeah, and it doesn't, Derek. It doesn't mean they can't. You hope it doesn't get to this, but they they could cut him. They yeah. could still cut him. It, exactly. it doesn't mean sure, that sure. he's going to get paid, but you can cut him. I mean, it's just the way the league works. Um, you're not you're not on the hook to keep him on your team, but I, I think it's just a nice little incentive to 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 give to to Jalen and to tell him, hey man, like we believe in you here, and he'll make less over the. You know, it's just from a, from a cap standpoint, he'll make less. I'm excluding these these guarantees with the bonuses and the signing and whatnot. But then Daniel Jones, like he will make less than Daniel Jones over the next two years. So and I mean, rightfully so. Yeah, and how he you know worked this where he still gave himself a chance to to have some wiggle room here. Absolutely, and that's huge right there because Jalen Hurts in his camp gave him that wiggle room. He understands you got a you got a window to, that right now when they are a really good team in this window. Regardless of what happens in the draft, this team is good enough to win next year with the team that they have in that locker room right now. There's not a lot of times that can say that. There's not a lot of teams at all that can say that. A lot of the time it's like you're 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 in a position where all right, it's the draft that's going to dictate whether you're going to be good or not. Well, this team is already good right now with the players they have. In that locker room, on defensive side of the ball, also, I'm, I'm the only positions that you know I'm really worried about and concerned about is punting <laughs> and returning. I, I'm concerned. I am concerned about those two for sure. I, I'm concerned. I'm still concerned about linebacker. I'm still concerned uh, about safety. I am. I, I mean, all those all those areas still concern me. I think there's there's reason for it. Look, I, we don't know we don't know about Nicobe Dean. We don't know the, the the how that 
Terrell Edmonds and, you know, the, the safety spot is going to shake itself out. You know, it, it feels like there was a, I don't know, a loss of talent. And we just, then we're not sure at this point, you know, with those. What I'm, what I'm concerned about is the longer they don't win another trophy, the more you allow other teams to catch up to you. Right. What we saw in the NFC in 2022, I had never seen before in terms of the disparity in the talent levels from one team to all the other teams, every other team in that conference, except the Eagles had question marks across the board at strategic positions. I had never seen that in the NFC before. And the Eagles capitalized on it, fell short of their destination. Now they're in a prime position to be there again. You look at the NFC teams across the board, even the teams that are considered a threat to the Eagles, they have question marks. You know, um, what is Dallas going to be now that you know, Zeke is gone? What are they going to do to get that dual running back threat again? Dak, will Dak bounce back? Dak usually up until last year protected the ball well. We talked about how he was really good at protecting the football. Um, he wasn't the same deck in 2022. Washington, big quarterback questions. What is D Brian Dable surrounding Daniel Jones with up in New York? Carolina, quarterback issues. Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield, are you kidding me? Green Bay's going to a young, untested quarterback. Minnesota, looks better on paper with a, Brian Flores as defensive coordinator. You still got Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. So on and so forth. How much better will Justin Fields get? Don't know. Bears have done a great job surrounding him with talent on defense, got him a receiver, but will that equate to him playing that much better? We know he can run the football. Now we need to see him throw the football a lot better. The Rams, the hot mess. How much is Seattle going to be better? You know, what's the 49er situation until the quarterbacks get healthy? Right. They got the defense. They got everything they need except the quarterback. Mm -hmm. So many question marks across the board about the NFC um, for two years in a row now. Never seen this before. And now the Eagles in a position, they got a quarterback, they got the pass catchers, running game, best offensive line in the conference, defensive personnel, they got to fix the wide uh, linebacker position, question mark, one safety in the back end, but they have more pieces right now than anybody else in the conference. Still well, working pieces. pieces. Yep. Look, I'm used, to, I'm used to going in with the linebackers in the safety position we have right now. So I know you guys are worried about it, but this has kind of been status quo of what we've been having over the we're it, it, I think you two are starting to get greedy with 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 this linebacker deal, man. You guys are starting to think, all right, you, you act like you don't know what they do as far as the linebacker position. They just don't pay the linebacker position. Nope. You know what I'm saying? They just don't do it. You know, so that's why they're going. So I'm confident in Dean being the guy to go in and and play consistently over the over the, the 2023 season. I'm confident. Mm -hmm. I'm confident Morrow will come in and play probably at the same level as a, as a white that just left. Yeah. So I'm confident in that. I have more confident in Morrow right now than I would say because he has experience than Dean until Dean gets that experience. Okay. So that's kind of status quo. What I'm looking at with that, with that. at the safety position, I mean, we got a veteran guy there right now, a veteran guy to play safety to me, to me, we're winning. You know what I'm saying? We're winning because of that. You know, I, 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 all right, I understand that, you know, everywhere else, you know, I mean, Reed Blankenship's going to be a starter. Um, Justin yeah, but I, 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 real quick with Edmonds, I, he's he's a, he's solid. I, he's not special. Well, that's what I'm saying. You guys are spoiled. Now y'all want special people. Well, I mean, uh, look. <laughs> the guy that, that's him talking. That's not the, me. The guy that walked – had what six interceptions? You know, I, 
Yeah, but those get bad quarterbacks. And also, I hear you. And you know, he, he, didn't bring, he didn't bring stuff to the game that, you know, the casual fan couldn't see. Yeah. A lot of the times I saw CJ DJ being out of position, even on those passing plays. I know two picks, um, two of those picks. The reason why he got those picks, because the quarterback threw to where the ball's supposed to go. The wrong spot. Of the ball, yeah, where the ball wasn't supposed to go. And he was in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be somewhere else, but he stayed there, not because he read it, because he just didn't know where to be in the defense. You know what All I'm right. saying? I got so, you. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of – you'll see a far different guy at CJGJ than you saw when you had him here. You'll see a far different guy. Okay. You won't see uh, the same guy. You're going to see what CJGJ really is. All right. All right. A tweet from Buda Baker regarding Jalen Hurts. Hard work always prevails. Congrats to Jay Hurts. Best thing about a guy like him is the work never stops. Ah, da, da. Buddha's Buddha's already together. He's already together. He's already trying. (laughs) He's already trying. Yes. Yes. It's tied together. (laughs) You got to love it. You got to love social media and the way these guys work it now. All right. Let's let's get a timeout and we will come back. We'll continue with the NFL talk. Speaking of Buddha Baker, we'll discuss him. We'll talk about the uh, Dolphins making a move. We'll get into offensive line, in particular offensive tackle prospects, and certainly more, more, more when it comes to Jalen Hurts. We will do all of that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Barrett, Derek, Rob, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this crazy Monday. Yes, Flynn Tree Services. They're an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They are experts trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. You go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's Flynn treeservices.com Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods.
Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Champions on three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Buddy, what's up? What is up? We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, with you on this Monday. Yeah, and it came down, guys, what, right before we had our show meeting at 11. Uh, the word that the extension had been reached between the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, five years, which will keep them in uh, whatever kind of green they're going to be wearing at that point uh, through 2028. And uh, he got the money, you know, we, we had bandied about about $50 million, and that's about what this comes to when you parse it all and look at what it's going to be per year and guarantees and all that five years, 255 million, uh, 179 million, uh, guaranteed no trade clause, uh, 110 of which he will get, uh, at a signing, you know, fully guaranteed at signing 126 million made by March of 2024. So good for Jalen. Explain, explain it to me. So yeah. that means that means, He's going to get how much next year? How much this year and how much next year? So uh, it looks like um, the – so if he gets 110 signing bonus. That's this year? Yes. So when he signs a contract, seven days later, they have to execute the, um, the, uh, the, 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 that to the player yeah. seven days later. So when you sign the NFL contract – you get it. No, 10 days. I'm sorry. 10 days later. So you right. have to get the money 10 days later. Right. So he'll be a hundred million dollar air in 10 days when he signs the contract. Right. Yep. You better start treating him nice. Yeah. So the, here's the way it works, Barrett. Uh, God, he gets nobody. according to Tom Pelissaro. So I'm going to give you all the breakdowns here. It's worth one. 179.304 in total guarantees, including 110 fully guaranteed at his signing and 126.5 million fully guaranteed by March of 2024. Uh, he'll earn an additional 15 million. He can earn, can, an, an additional 15 million in incentives, giving him the opportunity to make as much as 274.304 million. So he can get even higher than that 255. That includes $4.34 million that he would have been due in the last year of his rookie deal, which would have been this year, okay? So for 2023, he gets a raise that includes 
dollar signing bonus, and he'll make sixty four million in the first year of the in in twenty twenty four. He'll make sixty four million. <laughs> so he's going to make, I guess, twenty seven this year, then sixty four the next year. Does that make sense? It makes a whole lot of sense. Makes, uh, yeah. That's that, but see, that's see, that's that's hard for me because that maybe D couldn't do that. You know, that's that's D gun type of money. He can kind of calculate only, that, only when you play a monopoly. Well, <laughs> so look at it, look at it from this perspective, right? Um, the the total guarantee of 179 on his new deal is the second largest in NFL history in, ter- in terms of guarantees, behind only Deshaun Watson, who got five years, 230 fully guaranteed. Only Watson and Broncos quarterback Russell M- Wilson had more money fully guaranteed at the signing than Hertz of the 110. So the total cash in the second year is behind only Patrick Mahomes, what he got. Anyway, so you do, that we're talking about like there's like four guys making this kind of comparable money. That's it. That's uh, in, the, in the history of the game. That's a whole lot of cipher in there, bro. Yeah, it is. That's generational wealth in, in a matter of in a matter of hours. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of a lot of hurts is taken care of. Yeah. You know, for, for a long, long time. Yeah. It is. Don't choose. See, from an Eagles perspective, here's a couple of things they said back in January, which was basically confirmation in everybody's all in on this. Nick Sirianni said on Jalen Hurts, it's like having Michael Jordan out there. He's your leader. He's your guy. Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie just last month. The hardest part for sure is the scarcity of really good quarterbacks. And we got one. We got a very special player. That's all you need to know. Once Jeffrey Lurie endorses it, he's telling Howie, I don't care what you have to do. I don't care how you have to do it. Get it done. It's all a GM has to know is when your owner gives you the green light to get it done, you get it done. We understand the market value. But more importantly, we understand the content and the character of the individual that we're talking about making him a a millionaire and putting him in a financial position where he is set for the rest of his life at the tender age of 24, 25. Mm. Plain and simple. Yep. All you need to know. Yep. Yeah. And this is belief. This is belief in the player. This is belief in the person. This is belief. That's the biggest thing right there. You know what I'm saying? Belief in the person, man, because you don't, you don't, you don't make that decision unless you're, confident and sure because they just got burnt three years ago they just got burnt three years you're ago. right and, th- and that could have made them you know weary of doing this they you know the carson thing they they spun out of it pretty good to their credit but that that left a mark so they very easily could have could have been gun shy here well all i know is man that's this that's outstanding for this young man that's outstanding man i i I'm, I, I wish all the best for him man because there's no guy, there's no better guy that's worth getting this, especially when we think about the guy that just signed his contract. The past two guys just signed their contracts, didn't have the best as far as quarterbacks being good for their team, upstanding people, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the last two guys have just been less than what you would want as the leader of your team. And that's Murray and uh, and, and Deshaun. Deshaun, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Those two, they that it was kind of a, a um a rocky past that we were dealing with trying to, you know, see what was going on with them. You know what I'm saying? They still signed for a whole lot of money. So this this is one of the occasions where 
good guy came out first this time. Yeah, and and look, it's we've talked about it a lot. It's well chronicled, but to go from starter as a true freshman to benched your sophomore year uh, in the national championship game, nonetheless at halftime, watching your understudy win the national championship. You don't transfer because you want to graduate from there. You, you you do that, but also along the way, you're the next year, the starter, Tua, gets hurt in the SEC championship game. You come in and you help them win the game. You engineer scoring drives that helps them win the game, you know, to get them, you know, to where they need to be. You graduate, you transfer to Oklahoma, and you go there and tear it up. Like, think about it. I mean, Carson, to an extent, couldn't handle what happened with Nick Foles winning a Super Bowl. He broke down, didn't he? But yeah, but Jalen could have been broken down by Tua doing that, but he wasn't. And he, in fact, he stayed at the program where today, guy, it, it, look, if somebody sneezes the wrong way, dudes are transferring. Right? <laughs> yep. The way it is now. And he didn't do that. You know, and Nick Saban praised him for, for his leadership. Nick Saban said to him, look, you got to become a better passer. So at practice, he wouldn't run no matter what the situation is. He, he trained himself to be a better thrower, recognize defenses better. That is All, crazy. Yeah, and then he goes to Oklahoma and, and crushes. But he's still a second rounder because teams don't really buy, believe in him. He gets here. Carson Wentz had just signed that ma- monster deal. It looked like he was just going to be a guy riding the bench. But mm-hmm. it didn't stop his work ethic. And he actually gets a shot at the end of his rookie year, shows you a little something to the point where they give him a chance the next year. He goes out. He gets his team to the playoffs. There's still doubt. I mean, look, last year we were still talking about Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson and all that. He stays there. He gets his, his chance this year again as a starter and crushes it. He's an example in perseverance. He's an example of the way you go about your business, the way you handle things. And look at what's come to him. It's it's a really like it's it's a metaphorical story for life. What's happened with this guy, man, the man calls his grandma every day, man. And speak to his grandma on IG or I mean live every day just to talk to her, man. Come on, man. How more wholesome is that? Not saying that he's, you know, like he's he's um not saying that he's Mr. Goody you know, Two Shoes. Holier than thou, you know, Gilly, you know, Mr. Goody Two Shoes. I mean, everybody does their little thing, but he he on the other hand, you know, he he's 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 who you want your daughter to marry, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean you just love his work ethic. That's the that's the big thing. You just love his work ethic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's uh it's it's something to behold, man. And it's it's an interesting case study of someone who's done it the right way and gets rewarded. All right. So uh in addition to that, guys, um the the NFL draft 10 days away. So it's a week from Thursday, and it can't come soon enough, that's for sure. But uh, a couple a couple other odds and ends. The chosen one uh was chosen to go to Miami. Robbie chosen Anderson, or chosen Robbie Anderson, as he goes by now. Uh, has signed with the Dolphins, and I say good luck with that. Dolphins, uh, don't not a fan. <laughs> Even though he's a Temple guy, he's still not a fan. No, nope, nope. Wow, no, nope. Why not, Rob? I, I don't. I, I don't think he's that good. Number one, and I think he's a pain in the ass. Number two, yeah. I think he thinks he's a lot better than he is. Absolutely. So, uh, anyway, he goes there. the The big thing is Buda Baker, guys, and this this came down Friday. He initially scrubbed his uh, social media clean of all the Cardinal stuff, and boy, it didn't feel like just everybody and their mother wants to get out of there. 
Yep. You know, Robbie, uh, DeAndre Hopkins out of there, uh, Buda Baker out of there. They could maybe be the worst team. Where did Hop go? He just came out and said, this shows you how bad he wants out of it. He just came out and said, I don't want more money. It's not about money. <laughs> he just wants out. I just so you, Jonathan Gannon, you're excited about going in. First ever head coaching job in the National Football League. You're going to a great weather location, Dome, although they got to fix that, fix that turf. So your Pro Bowl future Hall of Fame defensive end retires. Your safety wants out. Your number one receiver wants out. Your ownership is in a state of disarray. I mean, like, hey man, can I go back to being a coordinator somewhere? Can I? Can I just? <laughs> can I, can hey, I, just, uh, I made hey, a mistake. Uh, Howie, I didn't know what uh, I was doing. Is yeah. that is that still open at that gig? Uh, no, right, sorry, right, sorry, right, right. Not, no, um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be tough, man. It, they're gonna. I I mean, th- who's gonna? Let's look at this for a minute. Tell me which team you think is gonna be worse than Arizona. Mm. I, mean, I think, Houston. I, I think Houston's say, gonna be better. Maybe Indianapolis. Maybe the two maybe. worst teams. Are the two teams that got coordinators from our team. Right. <laughs> wow. Because I think the Bears will be better. Um, I'm looking at this, some of the just bad teams last year. I, mm. I think it's Arizona. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, think I it's could Arizona see also. that. I could see that. Um, so we talked about Buda Baker a little bit earlier, and you guys would both give up 30 for him. I think you could try and get him a little bit cheaper. There's no doubt he could help the Eagles. I mean, and we, we were talking about it a little bit earlier how much the safety position scares you, um, you know, certainly to an extent with, with, with the new faces back there. They're going to have some pretty new faces. Yeah, this here's come down to. How does Edmonds play? How, is, is Reed Blankenship ready to, to take on that starting role? And if not, what are your alternatives? You know that are here. They're on the roster. You know, one of the most underrated part of parts of this team last year was twenty-two of your starters basically started on the Super Bowl. Other than Derek Barnett, and I don't think he was a starter. But you know, that's crazy. That was huge, man. That was mm. huge, though. That was definitely huge. Um, to 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 have all twenty-two guys starting that started the season out. I mean. You, the war of attrition in the NFL is real, man. Especially when they added this extra game. Yeah, it's 17 games. And then you add the, you know, the the three games, I mean, the uh, two games in the playoffs and then the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's deep, bro. That's mm-hmm. deep. You know, that they were healthy going into that, you know. But that's why it's become a destination point for a lot of free agents because the practice schedule is conducive to your body, not taking a grind on your body. You're able to, you know, do things that you wouldn't necessarily be able to do if they played when I played. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we beat each other up. We we kicked each other's butt so bad in practice that it was really hard, you know, going to games really um, healthy. I mean, it, I mean, think of our way of thinking back when I was playing. You're out there getting your ass kicked, and what do you do? You go back to practice and beat you up some more, and think you will go into the going to the game the next week healthy enough to win. And to me, it makes no sense now that I think about it. I mean, it's almost Cro-Magnon-esque. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thinking the way I was it's thinking. Just, it feels counterproductive. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So now look at it now. All right. Instead of saying, all right, you know what I'm saying, we lost that game, you know, towards the end. All right, that we're going to rest your bodies a little more, give you a little more time to, to, to recuperate 
and see how you play a thing. And what happens? They make it to the freaking Super Bowl. I mean, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's just a different way of thinking. Modern medicine and how they prepare their body and their minds is, is, is totally different. I mean, they got psychiatrists and all that stuff in the locker room. Bruh, it's just way different from what I played. Way, way different. Yeah. Yeah, no question. If you uh, need to talk, I'm here. If you need a couch, I'm I'm here at the facility for you. Hey, man, get your butt out there, man. What's wrong with you? Um, hey, you take this ice, ibuprofen, or Gatorade, yeah. and, yeah. And, and, and go out there and play. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it. Uh, Quinnen Williams uh, from the Jets. He is uh, he is in negotiations with a contract extension. He didn't report Monday. For the start of the uh, Jets offseason program, so he was entering. He's entering the final year of his deal, and he said last year he wouldn't be at any of these things unless they got get me a new deal. They've been in discussion for months now, and they haven't reached one yet. He's due to make nine point six this season. Uh, the that's his fifth year option deal. If you look at what Hargrave got, twenty one. Uh, Deron Payne got twenty one from Washington. Jeffrey Simmons got twenty two point. Uh, actually, 23.5 uh, from get Tennessee. It. He's going to get huge, huge money. Yeah, very he soon. he's going to get it because he, he's good too. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's not good. He's good. He's 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 a good player. Yeah. Um, he has all the intangibles. He has, he can rush the passer, he can stop the run. Um, I, I don't know why they're not paying him now. Maybe it's because they're waiting on knowing they have to pay A Rod when he comes. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's all part of it also being, but. I mean, we're still talking about A-Rod being traded, the GM um, from 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 Green Bay is like, well, you know, we know what we want for him. We're not worried about anything else. And then the Jets are like, all right, well, we'll make the decision, you know, once he's in our locker room. I'm like, are they not listening to each other? I mean, they're throwing all negotiating tools out of the window. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, What's going on with them? We've seen some really weird handling of stuff. <laughs> right, right. Off season. Baltimore I mean, I, uh, has handled things very weirdly. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Green Bay and the Jets, this whole thing's been strange with A-Rod. Well, you know, the Eagles is, is, is crazy also. It's crazy that the Eagles made a promise and they did it. What the hell is going on? I'm not used to GMs doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not, man. Keeping their word? Yeah, it's strange. What is that yeah, but, all about? Yeah, but you know what? We should we should not be surprised with Howie because Howie's been true to his word when it comes to stuff like this for but several had, years I, now. I had the guy that, that taught him how to be Howie, and he was total opposite of what Howie Joe is. Joe Banner? Yeah, I was with Joe Banner. Yeah, Joe, but Joe told Joe would tell I'm not here to be friends with the players. Joe's motive was to get you for as cheap as possible to use every trick in the book. He did to get it your numbers down. He was a master at it. He was there was a reason why he was called a capologist. Yep. It yep. wasn't a fluke. Joe yep. used every measure possible against you to bring numbers down and tick players off. Howie wants everybody to feel good about where they are within the organization and goes to the nth degree when they identify who they want to keep to make it happen. Does, does he have to pay a little bit more sometimes? And that's with free agents. You know, Howie's known for paying a little bit more than some other teams would for a free agent. You know, we keep saying, oh, man, they got this person, that person. That, that's because how he goes out on that limb and pays the extra bucks. I'm not I'm not used to that. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not used to – I'm not used to a guy that's a GM. Being like Howie, bro, is 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 almost 
is almost an oxymoron, man, because you think of GM, you think of the opposite, the anti-Howie. Like Howie, he wants to be your friend. Like I've spoken to Howie, and Howie's a good guy. Yep. Right. He is a good guy, like seriously a good guy. Like, like he has he he's seriously, I'm 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 in a way you almost want him to be an asshole, mm-hmm. but he's not. No. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and and that's that's a that's a great trait for him to have. It's great for the guys that's playing for him now. You know, because I have banner. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm gonna tell you Kevin Colbert was good with me. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Colbert was good with me. In fact, Kevin Colbert, um, he's the one that taught Amir Khan how to me um in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Khan, yeah, how he how to be a GM, you know what I'm saying? And that's why the Steelers organizations are on their way back up because they, you know, Khan is gonna make sure they go back up. You know, so I had a great relationship with him. He he tell me at the end of the season, at the end of the season, I had my my you know the the you know, go in and you know check you and make sure everything's cool. You going into the off season, the exit interview yep. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and he would come. He would, he would say, "Kevin, I go, Kev, man, I'm back next year." Kev would like that. Yeah, I got you. You'll be back. You'll be back. I talked to coach. Coach said he wants you back. You'll be back, and I wouldn't have to worry about it. Right. I wouldn't be sitting there at home worrying about. All right, you know, I, I I'd feel calls just to see, you know, how it was going to be if they want to give me the. The, what you know what I'm saying the, yeah. the the minimum I'm like well I can already get the minimum with the Steelers so I'm not in, no need me even talking to you you know what I mean right. mm-hmm. so it was like well I got a lot more comfortable and then I did have a team come in my third year I spent four years there the third year I said hey uh we're gonna throw you a uh we're gonna you know we're gonna sign you for a hundred grand and Kevin upped it to 125 grand so mm-hmm. I signed for 125 grand more that's the type of you know guy he was but I mean, it's, it's nothing like having a GM that you could talk to. They're not going to BS you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's huge. And, you know, that's that's very huge. A- any boss, really. But, yeah, you're right. Right. Uh, <laughs> right, 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 no right. Question. No question. Yeah, I, that, that's really important. All right, so let's – um. Let's look at the offensive tackles, guys. Um, from this, we, we we do it every day. We run through prospects of certain positions. We're running, frankly, we're running out of positions. We might do guards tomorrow. I don't know what else we haven't done. Uh, is there any position we haven't done? Punters. Tight ends, <laughs> tight, tight ends, ends. Tight ends punters. and punters. punters. Okay, okay. Slot All receivers. Right. No, we did receivers, didn't we? Yeah, we did oh, receivers. Slot receivers. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we could. We no, do we do. Even, yeah, you're right. We can do. Um, yeah, you're right. We've done just about all. We've of done them. a lot. All right, well, we'll figure it out. So, like, like today, did we do running backs. We did running backs. Yeah. Too, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. Well, look, here's some of the names, and mm-hmm. you know, you guys tell me who you like, who you don't like, who you think would be a fit here. But we talked a lot about Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern, who who is a tackle now, projected as a guard by some because of his shorter arms. There's Paris Johnson. Who is uh you're coming from Ohio State, another another just big, tough player. There's uh there's Wright out of Tennessee, who you referenced earlier, Barrett. There's Don't Anton have- Harrison out of uh, Oklahoma. There's a really good player Broderick, also. Yeah, Broderick Jones of Georgia. There's there's, the- there's one. There is one that I want to see play at the pro level. Just one. Dewan Jones from Ohio State. How can you be <laughs> six eight? 375 pounds. You, you're like a, a walking eclipse. Yeah. I want to see this dude at Ohio State would make dudes curl up and just want to quit. <laughs> you know, um, that's a big human being. And what did Lane Johnson say? He was, when we had Lane Johnson, what did he call his offensive line? Um, um, not, not, uh, 
call him pre not prehistoric. Uh, he said he was talking about how big they were compared to him. Yeah, um, man, what do they call him? this kid? This Dewan Jones, dude. I've watched him move people 10, 12 yards off the ball. How do you, how are you that big and that agile and that nimble? And you How's know what he possible? has, and he has he's one of those technique sound offensive tackles too. Right. You know, he's just not like a mauler. Jeez. Like he has, he, he has, he has, he has good pass blocking skills as far as, yes. you know, understanding, you know, body motions and everything else. You know what I'm saying? He, his, he has, he has, um, um, the fundamentals to be very fundamentally sound. Mm-hmm. At even at six foot eight, 300, uh, I mean, six foot eight, 370 pounds. Now, like I told you, I played with big Gibby. <sighs> Big Gibby, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, Aaron Gibson was was six foot eight, mm-hmm. 410 pounds. He, he was just a straight mauler, though. You know what I'm saying? He put them hands on, you know, and then he would just, just crumble people. This kid here, you know, uh, Dewan Jones is fluid, pass blocker, really, really good technique, sound. You know, he can play, man. He can play. But Woo. he just may be a little slower getting to the point and ready to fight. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing about right. being that big. And if you're not quick, you know what I'm saying? He has to be very sound as technique. So when he gets there, he's ready to fight, man. But it's, you know, he's, he's good, man. He's good. Um, I you like a lot of playing against him. Was that if I was a DN lining up against him, here's what I do. I'm telling all my, my linebackers, my safeties, my corners, here's what I'm going to do. Every time the ball says snap, I'm going to fake like I'm going to attack him. And when he comes forward, I'm going to fall down so he trips over me. So that opens the lane for you guys to go make a play. <laughs> I will take the bullet on this one. I will take the medical, the bullet on this one. But I am not standing there blocking against this man for 60 minutes of football. I can't, I'm not doing He's long wingspan. He, you can't move him. You can't move him off a spot. I always say the mountain from uh, Game of Thrones. What? <laughs> I like that. What? I the mountain from Game of Thrones. Jeez. He's good, man. He, he's, he's a good player, though. You know, um, is he a, a first-round draft choice? I don't uh, think it's a first-round draft choice, though. But, I mean, he's, you know, just like I don't think Broderick Jones is a first-round draft choice. Right. A lot what? of people like him. I don't see him as one of the top tackles in this draft. In fact, I see him right around six, seven. Um, In fact, you know what? I would put – Dewan Jones and Broderick Jones on the same level in all actuality. I'll second round picks. Second round picks, yes. Uh I think that the uh the three or four elites is um to me, number one is Paris Johnson. He's my number one offensive lineman. He's your track. one. Okay. That's what yeah, I was gonna I mean, ask. Okay. He's 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 to me, he's um he's more refined, six foot six, three ten. He he checks all the boxes as far as what you want from a player. He can play guard. He can play tackle. He played on both sides, so he can be a swing tackle. Even if he didn't start this year, he would still be a guy that you could put in that can play on both sides. That swing tackle or maybe swing guard. He's he to me he's better. Peter Skaronsky is good. He just has shorter arms. Not saying he can't even play tackle. He probably still play tackle because he has great technique. He's a mauler. He'll come at you. He's a good player. Uh, great fundamentals. He's my number two guy. Uh, my number three is Darnell Wright from Tennessee. He's mm. probably the better athletes out of you know out of all of them. Um, he's like a dancing bear. I saw him literally shut down Will Anderson. 
shut down Will Anderson. Mm. So that's just goes to show how good he is. Shut down Will Anderson. Played him very, very well. Now he beat him a couple times, but it weren't for sacks. Just a hurry here and there. And they passed the ball all the time. Tennessee passed the ball all the time. You know what I'm saying? They got a good quarterback and good receiver, so they passed the ball a lot. He was one-on-one with them, and they fought. That was like probably one of the best games I saw us from both guys going tit-for-tat with each other. You remember earlier so, in the show? Know, those would be my three guys. You remember earlier in the show when I told you that uh, the Eagles' offensive guard may not be on the roster? Keep it. They have him listed as a guard slash tackle with Osiris Torrance from Florida at six yeah, five yeah. and three forty. He might be he, he might be the guy the Eagles wanted. I'm not saying the first round, but I'm just saying he might be the guy the Eagles might look at closely in the second round to plug him in there. Six mm-hmm. five three three forty three forty. Yeah. Uh, another guy that I like is um the kid from Oklahoma, um Anton Harrison. Mm-hmm. He got a brother too. He had a twin brother that plays on, on the defensive side of the ball. It's pretty good also. But this kid is six foot five, three hundred fifteen pounds. Uh, he played on the left side. I think they could flip-flop him. Um, he He's also a guy that can come in and play day one. You know what I'm saying? Be another another sooner, you know, you know, your boy would love that. Your boy Lane would love that. But, uh, you know, he's a he's a late first-rounder. Uh, so that's what I'll say. Anton Harrison, he's a late first-rounder. Donnell Wright, uh, Wright is a middle first-rounder. Paris Johnson and Peter uh, Skaronsky are early first round. Those guys are early first round. Okay. So that's just my that's that's just my assessment. That's what I saw when I watched the film on them. You know what I mean? What I what I tend to break down on them. All right. Good. Good. Good analysis right there. I yeah, that's that is good stuff. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's come back and we can hit some NBA playoffs, guys, because there were some upsets over the weekend for sure. And Giannis, uh, John Morant, Tyler Hero, among the walking wounded. So that could have some major ramifications on these series as we go forward. We'll continue with the Hertz talk as well. So don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Uh, Let's talk a little Razor technology. Yes, Razor technology and managed IT services. Razor technology is comprehensive managed Service provider solutions delivers constant monitoring, on-demand assistance, and rapid issue resolution. Through data vetted and insight-driven implementation, they strengthen your existing IT resources with both human power and expertise to reduce security risks and downtime while enhancing organizational efficiency and productivity. They are a strategic resource for adaptive and fast-growing companies that need help selecting, implementing, and managing IT services. Their goal is always bigger than one project, one problem, or one upgrade. It's improving the overall functioning of their partners and helping them achieve their business objectives through an ongoing synergistic relationship. Give your IT team the freedom to refocus by augmenting their reach with Razor Technology. Contact Razor Technology today to learn how their managed services can protect and enhance your business by calling 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com.
Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. back what's up everybody sports take jacob sports youtube network Derek gunn barrett brooks and rob ellis on a day where jalen hurts signs a contract extension we've been waiting 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 and it finally came down today pretty funny tweet from his agent uh nicole lynn who you can follow at agent nicole lynn l-y-n-n so on january 13th she put a tweet out saying does anyone know where i can get a brinks truck please urgent and then she followed up. <laughs> listen to this. She followed up eight minutes ago saying, all good, found one, exclamation point. That is funny. That is funny, man. That's what it's all about, man. Yep. I mean, be gone. Can I, can I negotiate your next deal? To make less than I make now, then we both broke. <laughs> you can go ahead and try. Go right yes. ahead, bro. Yes. I, I, I welcome the opportunity. There you go. Get it, get it, get in on that, Barrett. Come on, man. It's safe. Uh, so a couple things from the uh, we talked about the Sixers winning and they play again tonight, game two of their series. Uh, a couple of upsets, really good game last night. The Clippers upset the Suns in Phoenix, and that game was a real back and forth, back and forth. And yeah. Russell Westbrook couldn't, you know, hit the broadside of a barn, but he made some big plays toward the very end of that game. And uh, the Clippers without Paul George go into Phoenix and win game one against Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and that crew. That's a, that's a hell of an upset, man, for LA. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. 
Yeah. Um, speaking of, the Lakers beat the Grizzlies in game one in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And that was a game there. There was a scary one. John Morant goes up for like a poster kind of slam, parting the, the, the lane and landed really hard on his hand and his wrist. And he was already dealing with a little bit of a hand issue. He left the game. He didn't come back. And he, he said, he said himself, I'm in a lot of pain. So they don't know if he's going to be able to play the next game. Mm. That could be Lakers get up 2-0 mm. in, in Memphis going back to LA. Well, goodbye. No. Yeah. Well, Hey, uh, I remember when Joel fell in the third quarter. Oh, I'm like, Oh, come on, man. Come yeah. on. Don't do it to me. Don't do yep. it to me. Yeah. He's, he's, he's good for at least one of those a game. Right. <laughs> I tell you what's even more impressive about the uh, Lakers winning in Memphis is that LeBron was only the third leading scorer. Usually he's got 30, 40 points. He was the third leading scorer. He had barely had 21 points in that game. Right. Yep. Yep. You know? and, and, you know, you consider how they struggled just to get in the playoffs and all of a sudden it seems to be clicking now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lakers could be uh, that dangerous team. Not many people thought, but that was impressive what they did. Uh, because M- Memphis closed it at one point, I believe, to like one or two points. Yeah, they did. And I'm thinking, here they come. And Lakers held them off and put some distance between them. So, And LeBron's not the main guy scoring. Who's this guy off the bench? Uh, H- Hachimura? Hachimura? Yeah, Rui Hachimura. Yeah, who yeah. came over from the Wizards. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's playing great for them. 11 of 14, 5 of 6 from 3? Yeah, he played really well. Right. Austin Reeves played very well. They're they're yep. getting help from other places, um, which they need, you know. And other guys are stepping up for them. So Lakers Day, there was a lot of really over the over the first two games, you know, Saturday and Sunday, a lot of upsets. The other one was how about the Heat going into Milwaukee and taking care of business? <laughs> Sorry, Gary. No, hey, look, Giannis, no Giannis, no chance of winning. You know, but yeah. the thing that really irked me about that game was Milwaukee played Matador defense. Milwaukee is one of those better defensive teams in the league, and Jimmy Butler had too much open space, man. Then he went to that stupid two-three zone. Nobody defended the middle. Jimmy's standing in the middle of the lane, flipping up jumpers over seven-one uh, Brook Lopez, who jumps about three inches off the ground. You 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 see what Tone just said? You heard? You what? know his you know his name. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy That's Buckets. what he does. That's what he does in the playoffs, bro. Jimmy yeah, Buckets. It is. It is. There's no question. No question about it. But, you know, when Giannis went down, I said when – he, when he went down, I said, game over. Yeah. Game over. And that, you know, he tried to come back for a second. Clearly, he was in a ton of pain. That's a hard one. The, the tailbone is tough. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But but Miami shot the lights out from three. My goodness. They did. They hit, They were hitting everything from Milwaukee River and then some, man. It was <laughs> It so was, do we though. So do so do the exactly. Sixers had twenty one yeah. threes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Miami, where does that come from, man? Where where does that come from, man? Is it? I mean, it, you, you get those streaks. Miami was hit fifteen to twenty five threes. Hmm. It's one of those streaks. It happens. Well, yeah, you know, you know I, I think the biggest thing is what they did. Um, what they did as far as defensively, and and you know, they said, all right, then we're gonna stop. We're stopping the big fella. The big fella had, and B had what eighteen points in the third. I mean, he yeah. had going into the yep. third. Everybody else was scoring, man. You know, they went up there. They were even double-teaming on top. You know, why are you double-teaming at the elbow? They double-teamed at the elbow. As soon as he touched it, they double-teamed it. And you just got to open your – hit your open, wide-open shots, man. And, and that's what right, – right. Yeah, and, and you got to – and this is where he's gotten so much better. He recognizes it coming quicker, and he gets yes. the ball out before it becomes a problem. He's, he's gotten much, so much better at that uh, throughout the course of his career. 
but you know, look, they're going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at them. They're, they're mm-hmm. going to, they're not going to like tonight. The nets are going to say, we don't trust those guys to hit threes again like that. So right, right. we got to stop Joel. And if, you know, so be it, if, if others are hitting shots, they'll hit it. We'll live with it, you know? And that's the, the same thing. They don't trust Tob- Tobias Harris. They're going to, you know, that's where you're going to need to see it from the Sixers. You need to see mm-hmm. it from uh, somebody other than Tobias, uh, other than, sorry, Joel and James and Tyrese. It's got to be either Tobias Harris. It's got to be a little bit of contribution from PJ Tucker. Mm-hmm. And then you're talking about the bench guys, McDaniels, Melton. How are they? They shot it all pretty well to, collectively. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, collectively, so. everybody played well, man. You know, I mean, Milton was aggressive, man. He was trying to dunk everything, bro. He yeah. was aggressive going to that cup, bro. And that, yeah. I mean, you love that, bro. I agree with you. I agree with you. It was, it was, uh, it was big time. So, all right. So, in the the other Miami dealing with injury themselves, Tyler Hero broke his fin- two fingers, um, and looks like he's out anywhere from three to four weeks, which means, you know, did they that, revamp that because they said four to six initially? Oh, did is that revamp, okay? Did they yeah, revamp no. it to say three? I think, three to I think four? you're right, Derek. I think oh, that's oh, what it. Okay. So he's he's out, man. You're hoping what? Maybe championship? He would get back if you got that Ooh. far. Yeah, somewhere around there. No, no status updates on Ja or Giannis right now. We don't know. I understand, mm. but I think the I think the 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 the, the Sixers at at the three spot got the easiest first round opponent. Yes, I say that. But did you see how the Celtics played though? Yeah. Man. Oh my goodness. Sheesh. They they are they are going to oh, perform surgery on that Atlanta team. They're just oh, taking them goodness. apart. Yeah. It it was ridiculous. I mean, they, there was nothing Atlanta could do. Mm-mm. Nothing. Now they're Nothing overmatched. They they're totally oh, no overmatched. Question. Yeah. No question about that. that, that Boston was up by 32 at one point. Yeah, then they just kind of fell asleep at the wheel. And, and yeah. for a minute, yeah. it looked like it was going to be respectable, but it, you know, it wasn't, you know, for sure. Um, other, other big one here Kings, you know, and I know they were the favorite. I know they were the higher seed, but still, it's still Golden State. Um, and to get that win, especially in the second quarter, Curry started heating up. And I'm thinking this is going to carry right into the second half. <laughs> and give Sacramento props. They're tough. This is not the you know the the same old same old Kings. That, that was uh, that was one of the more fun games. There's some great matchups up there. The but I enjoyed that one thoroughly, man. They just mm-hmm. went back and forth, back and forth. And here's the thing: Sacramento was such a forgotten entity for so long. I just saw earlier this morning the report that came out. Their next game, I think they're on ABC. If I'm right. not mistaken. It'll be the first time they're on ABC since 2007. <laughs> That's how out of touch they've been. That franchise has been for so long. And all of a sudden, they're one of the darlings in the, in the postseason now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm it, looking to watch it. It was awesome. It was, and they play again tonight. Uh, the two games tonight are the Sixers and the and the uh, and the Nets, and then that's the later game. Uh, Cup another another good one. Not to be lost in the shuffle here. How about the Knicks going into Cleveland? Yes. And taking care of the Cavaliers and, and, you know, the Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, the Villanova connection was really good in that game. And yeah, they were, they're tough, man. They're tough. They played a lot of big games in college. Those still together. I told you guys during the season, I like the Knicks more than I like, like Cleveland. I, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. kept saying Knicks were that team to watch. And I think they're going to beat Cleveland to be honest. I think they're going to just tell the game. veteran teams got the veteran team. It seemed like they were the veteran team out there. You yeah. Know, and the way they played, they played more together. You see, you tell us some young bucks in Cleveland, but you could tell just, you know, just how, you know, Jalen, man, he just, he just is a strong, he's a strong oh. point guard. You know what I'm saying? 
just muscles people. You know what I mean? And he and, reminds and, me of Jalen Hurts, like the basketball right. version. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> right, right. Puff does all the right things, you know. Um, but yeah, he's tough. And and, and I, Donovan Mitchell went crazy for the Cavs, but yeah, not he, he didn't get assassin. any help. He no, got no help. Yeah, he, he couldn't stop him, man. The way he was driving to the, the cup, though. No. Yeah. No. No, he's good. But so that that one, and then uh, the Nuggets. I think this is going to be an ugly series. They they handled that, the T. That was I, embarrassing, man. Yeah, that, I, and I don't think that's going to be close. I I think that one and the Celtics Hawks are going to be the two runaways. They're just not. I agree. Yeah, and, and I'm still not sold on the Nuggets until once they get past. This I'm not round. either. I'm not sold on them one iota. They don't play defense, but. They just got a matchup that just, just suits them. That's a mismatch personified right there. Mm-hmm. Because Denver, when they're on, they shoot. They're, they're, that's another team. Jamal they Murray. the floor well. Oh, my yeah. goodness. They shoot the lights out. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're going to come up against a Phoenix or one of those teams that's going to grind them to a halt. And let's see how they play. Once it gets more physical, let's see how they play then. That, that West is really wide open. You know, it I is. mean, there isn't is. one team that you say is unbeatable out there that you think, right. oh, I mean, a lot can happen here. Uh, gonna be fun, gonna be fun. All right, um, so that's kind of where things are NBA wise. Let's hit some birthdays here, guys. Uh, hmm. not a lot to choose from movie wise, I will be honest with you, but the birthdays, right. so we'll do some birthdays. Jennifer Garner, the actress formerly married to Ben Affleck, uh, been in a lot of different things. She is 51 years old today. Uh, one of my all-time favorites when I was following this, Rowdy Roddy Piper, yeah. is uh, was born on this day in 1954. Rowdy Roddy Piper, he was the man. Piper's Pit, that's where his yeah, yep, interview. Yep, yep. He had that he movie was, uh, V. He was yeah. in V. Yes, V. Yeah, he was in a lot. He did a few. He did a little run doing movies for, for yep, a minute. Yep. Yeah. Um, the actor Sean Bean, he's British, but he's yep. in a lot of different things. He's 64. He's on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, Snowpiercer. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's one of those. Uh, I th- face, you know, in a second, you've seen that guy yes. in a lot of stuff. Name, yeah, eh, not so mm, much. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the the uh, J.P. Morgan, the financier, uh, yep. was born on this day in 1837. Uh, still has banks named after him and what? I thought you were going to say he's still alive. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, hey, that, that money will do it for you. He's still cryogenically <laughs> frozen. Um. The the actor William Holden, who was a was a yeah. monster back in the day, it was born on this day, uh, nineteen eighteen. Uh, Victoria Beckham, who was was she Spice? Who was she? Which one of the Spice Girls? Sporty Spice? She was, was strong. She? Uh, no. I think what, Sporty what, Spice. What, yeah. Was she was she strong rap? Yeah, Strongy Spice. Okay, yeah. Strongy Spice. <laughs> yeah. Strong Spice. Yeah, strong. Uh, there you go. Yeah, Victoria Beckham, uh, David Beckham's wife, uh, Red Man. Uh, is 53. I can't believe he's yeah. 53. He's 53 today. Bro, he used to be in a locker room. He used to be in a locker room. Red Man and Method Man with, with uh, Ricky Waters back in the day. Oh, were they you buddies? Know, Rick, yeah. Well, he's in New Jersey, guys. He's a North Jersey guy. It wasn't that far yeah, away. So running running uh, Ricky Waters. Uh, he had a song. Um, <laughs> and we had a you know, guy named Richard Cooper on our team. And Coop used to kill him on that, bro. Really running Ricky Waters, he running Ricky Waters. Greg used to get so mad, man. Why are you trying to mess with me, dog? Why are you messing with me, man? This, this, this is my passion, man. You playing around like it ain't my passion. It's my passion. Ricky doesn't seem like the guy you want to be doing that with. Like he, he just couldn't take it, right? I mean, what? All the Coop more reason they would torture him, him, I guess. Yeah, Coop would have strained him. Richard Cooper, he played no tackle. His yeah. arms were like tree trunks. He'd have choked. He'd have choked the heck out of him. 
Ricky. <laughs> uh rooney mara the the actress is 38 today uh girl with a dragon tattoo among her, her other stuff strong how'd you, how'd you feel about that movie strong i thought it was a weird movie weird. But, pretty, but, no. it was, huh it was pretty good it was weird it was yeah. pretty good but it was a it was weird movie good. yeah strong though it was strong oh yeah oh strong? yeah yeah uh, <laughs> it was posh no, she was posh by posh was that's right posh yeah, posh. what the hell does posh mean uh, who knows i <laughs> I mean, is it British, British, British term? Or? Hello, mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, Leela Rashad, who is, uh, you don't see her as much, but, you know, strong. 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 <laughs> Still. Uh, Boomer Esiason. Boom. Yeah. Real name Norman. Yep. Get out of here. Yeah, that's his real yeah, name. You didn't know that? Norman I'd call Boomer myself Boomer, Boomer too. Yeah, yeah really. Uh, Dwayne Casey, who, who was just relieved of his duties with the net, or I'm sorry, the Pistons. Uh, he moved to a front office gig for them. Uh, Theo Ratliff, former Sixer. Yeah. Is yeah. 50. Yep. Love, big fan of Theo. 5-0. 5-0. Yeah. Uh, Dodie Fayette, who was, uh, unfortunately he was in the car, driving the car that, that crashed, that killed Princess Diana. He died as well in that car crash, uh, mm. with the paparazzi were chasing them uh in paris i believe that where all that went down uh but he was a he was a movie producer uh prior to that so that's all i got birthdays you guys have anything anything else birthdays i do actually man this is just like for the hip-hop culture the ig culture you know but um a lot of them uh bernie's burgos strong oh yeah okay definitely strong okay. bernie's definitely right. strong yeah <laughs> um Courtney Kardashian, she's forty-four today. Mm -hmm. Strong, mm -hmm. strong. A Kardashian, uh, yes. Is that one strong, Rob? Uh, is that the middle one? Courtney, Courtney. Or is that the older? One. I don't know which. Isn't is that the one? Youngest. Is that the one that was? Uh, this, no, the, the youngest one is the one that lives in California. The model. Isn't she the one that was married to the a former uh, NBA player? No, no. That it, no. Or, is that not that one? No, it's not that one. Yeah. I, I after I don't after Kim I don't know who's who I, I, I don't know. Well, yeah. strong, very strong though. All right, Rob, strong. Rob Rob can't get past Kim's run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no comment. Um, Tammy Roman, she's fifty three from basketball wise. She's be she's been married to Kenny Anderson. Oh you know, oh yeah yeah she was oh, in the really? real world. Okay, she yeah. was in the real world yeah. back in the day. Yep yep yep. Tammy Tammy Roman. Um, uh, Tyrone Woodley, uh, MMA fighter, Woodley. I mean, Tyrone Woodley, mm -hmm. he's 41. He's the one that got beat up by that, um, Jack Paul or whatever. Jake, Paul oh, or whatever. Uh, yeah, that guy, yeah. that jackass. Yeah. How do you get beat up by him, man? Jake Paul, I think, is his name. Yeah, um, my boy Tony Baselli, 51 today, Hall of Famer. Yep, yeah, we got drafted the same year. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, to my roommate from college, his daughter, she's uh, she's on, um, uh, Disney Channel. She's done a bunch of stuff. Her name's um, Kayla Drew Simmons. So it's Ambo Andre Coleman's daughter, but she's Happy on um, she's on Disney uh, on the Disney Channel. Oh, doing nice. some great things. She's turned twenty. Oh, very cool. Very cool. All right, Gunner, you got any? Yeah, you have Olivia Hussey who played in uh, Romeo and Juliet and It. She's seventy-two now. Okay. Uh, Jacqueline McInnes Woods who played in The Bold and the Beautiful is thirty-six. Uh, Harry Reasoner, the legendary news broadcaster, mm. 
um, who, who passed away unfortunately in uh, 1991. Yep. Big name. Remember Don Kirshner, the music? Oh producer? yeah, the Midnight yeah. Special. Oh yeah, Don Kirshner's Midnight Special. I used to love watching that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, French Smoot, former NFL player. Yes, 44. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Kevin Porter, former NBA player. Yeah, good career. 73. Kevin Porter, 73. I believe so. Um, Marquise Grissom is 56, former baseball player. Yeah, brave and expo. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff Petrie, former NBA player, 75. He's, uh, I think, from Springfield, Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, I think Darby. I think it's Darby. Is that where he grew up? Yeah. And the last one, uh, I think he retired last year, Ali Marpet, NFL offensive lineman. Yeah, he did. He did retire. Yep. Yep. Uh, Young guy. 30 years old. Yep. That's that? it. Okay. All right. Movies. I didn't like any of the movie choices. So whatever uh, you guys have is more than I, I, I thought they stunk. Only lost. I like one because one? of that Jason Statham in it. Crank. Uh, yeah, that, was number two high voltage. That one's pretty good. Crank it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, I like anything Statham's in. I, I like yeah. his movies generally, um, but there wasn't a lot to choose from <laughs> movies today. Uh, you had a uh, mall cop two. Paul from 2000, yeah. uh, 2015 and breakthrough yeah. from 2019. That's it. Yeah. Not it, the man. greatest, not the greatest. Um, so anyway, the big story, we know we've been talking about it nonstop as we will continue to throughout the course of the week. Uh, Barrett Brooks, new contract, Barrett Brooks, new deal takes him through 2028. Uh, very exciting. <laughs> 179 million guaranteed, uh, right up front. <laughs> no, but uh, Jalen is locked up, people. So it's one less concern. It'll 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 help, I think, the fan base, the organization focus on the draft now, uh, pretty much. But uh, man, what what a year! What a year! We go from not sure if he's the starter to you know maybe trying to get Russell Wilson and or Deshaun Watson to to now this. It's it's crazy what can happen in a year. But he had a great season for them, and uh, they paid him. They paid him such. so uh, Deservedly so. Deservedly yeah. so. Jalen Hurts gets his, that's for sure. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it. want to thank Tone. Tone DeShields. Great job, Tone, producing the program, as always, my man. Uh, all of you in the chat section, thanks, guys. We appreciate all your comments throughout the course of the show. We always make it more uh, interesting and more fun. Uh, want to thank uh, everybody streaming, everybody listening. So coming up, you have the National Football Show. Uh, with Dan Cilio and we're back tomorrow same time to continue Hertz draft Sixers Phillies you name it we will talk about all of it that's for sure that's Barrett that's Derek I'm Rob thanks for hanging out everybody we will see you guys manana go for the beers go for the cheers go for the hit and the hits go for the scene go for the screens go for the gallery go for the win go to ocean Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.